0: From the heart of New York City. He is the human suplex machine. This is the Taz Show. Yeah, yeah. Talking wrestling, sports, and beyond. It's the Black Tower Maniac coming out of Brooklyn, The one-man crime spree. He gonna leave you shook, try to beat him if you can, and survive if he lets you. Human suplex, and he coming for you too. Better watch out, the guy your mother warned you about. And he's got one question I'll inform you about. Like, You're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award-winning host and former
1: world heavyweight champion, Taz. Oh, 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 God help! Yeah, Taz Show. So unprofessional. How the hell did you win an award? I don't know. It's a Tuesday edition. Welcome to the show. I see your slunkers. They're all gathering around the frickin' fire pit. Listen or watching to the show live at TazShow.com. Or well, they're sitting around waiting for the fourth quarter for segment four. We want to watch Taz on Facebook Live. We love him. Yeah, you can do all of that. Maybe listen to the audio on demand. At one of the many platforms I have because I am over like Rover. That's Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, and of course, my family <laughs> at Play It, Slammin' Bods, and Beyond. So if you want to call the show, you can do that. It's a very simple process. Very simple, as you guys know the drill. You guys, the people are calling already the jobbers. Sorry. Very simple process, take two.
2: Attention, hotline fans.
1: All you gotta do is do eight six six four seven five two nine four eight. That's an eight six six four seven five two nine or four eight or yes. <laughs> Captain's happy. Captain is a visitor next to you. I noticed. I couldn't help but notice. Yes, there's a visitor here. Yes, and the interesting thing about this gentleman is uh, we've done business with this man before, and uh, yeah, he's a producer from the big fancy CBS Sports Radio and WFAN, and he's 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 on the the big side of the company. We're here you know, we're kind of jobber Jones. (laughs) Western States, right? Western States heritage. And speaking of Jones, uh, I'd like to introduce you to this gentleman that's sitting to your left, Captain. Well, why would I introduce him to you? Because he's been shadowing you for two days. His name is Dennis, get this, folks, Jones. Yes. Dennis Jones. That's the man's shoot name. Just like my real name is Mike DeRuckey. His real name is Dennis Jones. Now, Dennis, you won't speak just yet. We will get to you shortly, my friend. But, yes, Dennis is here. Um, that, now, what happened to the Viking? The Viking's gone. Not necessarily. We'll get to that. It's a whole dog and pony show. Typical producer worlds here on the Taz Show. Mm-hmm. But speaking of the Taz Show, okay, this show right now that you're watching, I got a packed show for you guys. Two hours of shenanigans, Tom Follery and fun, First, of, and info, and insight. And anger, because I did watch Raw, and many of you are angry like I am. That's why you're calling the show, looking to bitch about it, and I will bitch with you. But first and foremost, I want to say later on in the show, we have a special guest, okay? Uh, And his name is Jeremy Botter. Yes, Jeremy Botter from Flo Sports will be here uh, at the Tash Show via phone. Later on, and Jeremy from Flow Flo Slam, which is Flow Sports. Flow Slam is basically their new platform covering pro wrestling. They meaning Flow Sports. So Flow Slam is a uh, kind of like a, a um, it's it's a platform that's going to cover professional wrestling, uh, a plethora of indie wrestling. A subscription base gimmick they have, and this Flow Sports is a phenomenal company, a great website. So this news broke yesterday at Evolve Wrestling, my friends over at Evolve, Gabe Sapolsky, they they signed a deal with Flow Sports, and you could pick up Evolve on there if you subscribe to them. And now we'll talk with Jeremy later on in the show. He's the managing editor of Flow Sports, so he's a perfect man to speak with and give us some insight on what they're doing. He's also a big wrestling fan, so that should be interesting. Uh, Also talk a little bit about the World Series tonight, I mean... uh, Let's you live in Chicago or Cleveland, um, no one really cares, to be frank. No one cares. But that's what happens. That's kind of what happens. So we'll get into that a little bit. I guess we'll talk we real- Oh, also, Poom. 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 Don't Poom. Poom. <laughs> Poor <laughs> Mike Johnson. The so Mike Johnson with the PW Insider Report. Yes. Mike Johnson will be on the show here. Looking forward to having Big Mike on. So uh, that's that's kind of like the... That's kind of like what's on the plate here today. No, no. Nice try. I beat you to it. So, uh, yeah, nice try, buddy. I see what's going on. So now let's segue uh, over to this (sighs) producer issues on the Taz show. Because for those that don't know, the captain, the man with the black beard, if you're watching the video. I have two bearded men here in the studio. The man with the black beard. Looks like I got a Wyatt clan. Looks like you guys are part of the Wyatt family (laughs) in my studio. What the hell's going on here? The captain's quitting the show, for those that don't know. Yes. He I'm said... i the tablets. He said, Taz, no matter how much I love you, Taz, no matter how great you are, no matter how much you've made me relevant in this world... No disrespect, Cap.
3: Not relevant in this world.
1: Well, done. you're relevant <laughs> now. Don't we... Dude, when you started the show, you had, you had zero Twitter followers.
3: I didn't have a Twitter account. Okay, listen, I know that,
1: <laughs> stooge. But that's okay. Now, you have close to a million follows that's on Twitter, true and you're verified yes mm. buy a hat so it's like i made you you're a star now now you're gonna go off not into the sunset no you're probably going to go do a new show and you got the rub from taz and you're gonna take my audience with me and you're gonna job me out that's okay <laughs> Th- that's the most likely scenario imaginable. because we are hunting down your replacement in front of you that's what's been happening that's part of why I'm still here, to train him. <laughs> 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 Excuse me. Yeah. that's Well, that's right. Okay. <laughs> a little bit of a wise yesterday. A little bit. So, look. Uh, a lot of people are calling the show. I'll get to you in a minute. But I I, I want to talk to Dennis here. So, Dennis. Dennis. Okay. Sorry. Dennis Dennis um, has worked with yours truly here on the SummerSlam special that uh, we did at WFAN on CBS Sports Radio. He's worked with the whole Taz Show team here. He was the in essence the lead producer of the studio there during that show and Dennis maybe and Dennis is a wrestling fan. He's he's very well versed in you know uh in, in producing and everything and, and Dennis well welcome to the show, pal.
4: Thanks for having me, Ted. much appreciated. Yes, you get,
1: get a little closer to the mic because I'm getting there. But don't get hot. Okay, don't get upset. Because here's the problem, Dennis. This is not WFAN. These microphones we have, they are one step away from a mic you could buy at Target. Okay, so this is not the big fancy Dan broadcast my show used to. So if you're not talking, uh, like, right on top of it.
4: They got th- the windscreen here, so I don't know how close I can get.
1: Well, it gets windy, and I think you're, it's a very interesting voice tone you have. It's it's a uh, a subdued. It kind of balances my insanity. Hey! <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> He's he just, he just looking at me like, what am I doing here? And why is this guy chucking?" I mean, what is going on, bud? How you doing? Long time, no see. Kind of.
4: No, I mean, kind of. I saw you yesterday. Okay, yes. But, <laughs> but before, but I before.
1: met on air, buddy. I met on air.
4: But before that, it's been a month or two, uh, two months, I think. SummerSlam was in August. And uh, loved working with you. Yes, yes. And when I heard Tom was leaving. Oh, you quit. Equipment. Yeah, I didn't want to word it. It's still well, I I training me, so I gotta. I, <laughs> gotta, I like, gotta kiss yes, up. She's now. finally
3: leaving. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I figured I would slide right in. Slip Jones. <laughs> so now, you know, are you familiar with the Jones gimmick? Yeah. Well, I live the Jones gimmick, so I'm, I'm familiar with yours. Yes. <laughs> when we um, when we were gonna go do this, this uh, SummerSlam special, and then we heard that for the WrestleMania special, Captain. Well, you would know. Not you, Captain. You're off the show, I'm not talking to you anymore. Uh Dennis Hue, no captain. Like, why, why? What was the guy's name, Joe?
3: Joe Deleucio.
1: Hey, Captain don't <laughs> Talk! Stop stealing Dennis's spotlight. Joe Deluisio. Oh, DeLuisio. Wow, correct. There we him. Go. I, I love it how Dennis just corrected. A, f- a fine Italian boy. He just emasculated the captain. I love it. <laughs> just cut your nut off. <laughs> Joe was very good. He was a very he was he did a great job on a WrestleMania special with us.
4: Joe takes his job very seriously, and he does a great job at what he does.
1: Well, I wish I could find people who worked on this show that would take uh, their job seriously, because I have no one here that does that. Uh, So anyway, uh, here's the thing. You then stepped in, because Joe does take his career seriously. He'd want nothing to do with the SummerSlam special. He said, no, no, no. Please, Mr. Spitz, I want nothing to do with this. One and done. (laughs) One and done. She's counting me down. Let Dennis jump in. So then Dennis did the deal with us, and you were great. I mean, you you know you you run like a real board. You do like real producing, not like you know. The oh, stuff. I'm not gonna belittle Tom. I'm sitting right next to the guy. <laughs> guy, guy does great work here. Eh, well, fair to midland. But anyway, um, look it, the the fact of the matter, Dennis, between you and me, the guy quit. He was getting he was gonna get fired anyway. <laughs> He just beat us to the punch. We'll get rid of Candice's ass anyway. It did not really matter, to be honest with you. Smart man. Get out on top. <laughs> <laughs> so now you, uh, you're you a wrestling fan, right? Because yes, you Because know, my audience is, you know, they're very angry people, my audience. And I, I kind of, I live the anger and rage with them. And I haven't noticed. <laughs> so they're very angry. So if if But they're, they're also loyal. So if they know you respect the business and you're a fan of it, not that you're going to be a diehard. They're going to respect you. You know what I mean? And and I've worked with you, like I said, on the SummerSlam gimmick, and I know you're a wrestling fan, and I know you're, you're you respect the business. You also, uh, please tell the audience, if you don't mind, your history with a wrestler, a friend of
4: mine. I, uh, well, when I met Tom, we were shooting emails back and forth, going over the SummerSlam show, and yeah. I said, oh, he comes into our studio six hours early. That's how good of a job he
1: does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and and we're just getting we're you know feeling each other out and. He was like, oh, you follow wrestling? And I was like, yeah, yeah, picked it back up. Um, When the network came out, I'm an Attitude Era guy. Right. And fell back in love with it. Right, right. And I told him I got into NXT because I graduated high school. At the time, he was in NXT, Mr. Bull Dempsey. Yes. And Tom laughed and said, actually, it's funny you say that because you trained him. I was
1: one of the guys who trained him, yes. I, I kind of helped finish his training, yes. And that was weird. When you told me that, I was like, wow. That's a nice connection. Not only the fact of your connection with Bull and that you guys are friends, the thing that your last name is Jones gives you a huge, huge advantage here over someone else who's trying to get the job. Let's just be honest. Now, do you—awkward <laughs> Jones. Hey, do you know Taz, by the do way? You, do, are you familiar with our friend Big Rob the Viking?
4: I know Big Rob—I call him Robbie.
1: I'm not going to call him Big Rob the Viking. Well, I'm trying to find a name for the guy. I don't know what I'm calling him yet. So you could want the Vikings a good start. Well, because he's a big Viking fan. You know this. Yes. So everybody at the at the station, at WFAN, at, at CBS Sports Radio, at the network, you guys all know, by the way, he is a Viking fan, right? Yes.
4: He <laughs> If he if it doesn't let you know in the first minute, I'd be surprised.
1: He's a proud Viking fan, which yes. is nice. Um so uh, the rumor is you guys hate each other. That's what I heard. I'm just saying.
4: Well, <laughs> we were working together as a team and he uh, he, Seth Rollins me. Hit me with the chair, and ever since then, we've been at odds.
1: I understand. I've heard there's been problems. Yeah, that's always... Yeah, I'm like the pretty girl everybody wants to date. You know what I mean, Dennis? You have that look. <laughs> Very feminine features. <laughs> all right, Dennis. It's obvious you're a ham, and you want to take all my spotlight, and now you're done, okay? so uh, that's, Got dirt in my ass, Next, That's kind of how this goes here. But you're very much... I mean, I remember you telling me air before I move on to the show, I remember you telling me that you're kind of overqualified for this and like what Tom does is kind of beneath you, right?
4: Yeah, this would definitely be a step down from what I do. But Tom was like, look, we need somebody. Can you just do look, me a solid I'm here?
1: <laughs> Poor Taz. Help him. No one wants to work.
3: It's you or it's the robot monkey
5: over here. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: They're dropping like flies, Dennis.
4: Well, I'm here. I'm here to... Be the uh, ointment for your flies.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Oh boy, I get all the winners. <laughs> they called me Tasty Cake. All the winners. All right. Well, enough about Dennis Jones, if that is his real name. It actually is your real name. That's the thing. But but, but enough about that. If you end up on the show, I, I, you know, I, I'm a little bit obsessed with the word Jones. I don't know if you know that. I've heard a little bit. You know, it was a video. You familiar with this? I've seen it. You lean mean. Uh, That's the guy who produced it. He did a great job a fan. He he did you watched it.
4: I absolutely several <laughs> times <laughs> I love hearing my name over and over Did you laugh at it? Do you understand I, the humor of the show? I, I don't know if I understand the humor <laughs> that
1: means you're it. normal <laughs> No, I do I do enjoy all right look the phones are jammed. I don't have, I look Dennis, enough of you Stop <laughs> your pep- show. Stop peppering me you're not at WFAN now with all the big we got, uh, CBS Sports Radio guys. You know Tiki and Tierney?
4: I am familiar with both Tiki and Tierney. Oh, yeah, why? I run the stream for their show.
1: Oh, Black bragging, Braggadocious Jones. That's your new name. I like it. <laughs> I like it. So you know those guys pretty well. They're buddies of mine. Tiki is a
4: stand-up gentleman, and Tierney is... Tierney he, can host. He's okay. <laughs> no, no, Tierney's a great guy. He is a great guy. He you is. and him have very similar uh, yeah, 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 yeah. big personalities. Yeah, hey, that's nice.
1: That's a nice way of saying, uh, Taz, you and Tierney are obnoxious. All right, so look, uh, enough of that. A lot of people calling the show. Uh, Dennis, thanks for coming. You're not getting a job. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So, yeah, so if you haven't heard, okay, ladies and gentlemen, before I get to these phones, uh, the Cubs uh, and the Cleveland Indians are playing tonight. 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, game one of the World Series. The curse, the curse, the curse. The Cubs the curse. Where's the billy goat? Oh, my God. What's going on? What's going to happen? Who's going to win the games? All these games. Who's going to win the series at the end of the day? Terry Francona, uh, former manager of the Boston Red Sox, is the head cheese of the Cleveland Indians, I believe he has a perfect record or something to that effect in World Series. So, um, you know, that's interesting. I was watching uh, some stuff on TV, and one of the announcers, uh, some one of these shows, sports shows, Jones, they mentioned that to Francona, and I'm thinking, wow, you kind of just put the kind of hex on the poor guy. And then I was driving in, I heard uh, the Jerry Recco when he outdukes, dukes They were talking about it, too. Uh, you know those guys, right, Dennis? I
4: do know yes, Jerry you do. And
1: Jerry now, good guys. And they were talking about that, and I and think Jerry Recco said it best. They, they, the, it was MLB Network. They freaking jinxed to Terry Francona. He said to the guy flat out, you've never lost in a World Series. It's crazy. Why would you do that to the guy? So anyway, uh, at the end of the day, I really don't give a rat's ass who wins these these this World Series. The Mets aren't in it. I'm a Mets fan. I mean, I'm not a Yankee hater. If the Yankees are in it, I'd be prone for the Yanks. No New York teams are in it. So to me, everyone's done. Okay? I'm done. I'm moving on. <sighs> so uh, we'll cover the World Series here, Um, you know, kind of the way I just did it. Yeah, I really like that. <laughs> really thorough. Yeah. So, so <laughs> that's kind of it. How would this work, uh Dennis Jones, uh, at WFAN if I covered the World Series the way I just did? Especially that the general manager of the Cleveland Indians is the son of Mark Chernoff, who Mr. is Mike Chernoff. That's Mike Chernoff, right? The son of Mark. And Mark Chernoff is Big Jones over there at FAN. Yes, he is. Oh, he's Bigwig Jones. Yes, he yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. He loves me by the way. You know he loves me, right? Well, who doesn't love me, he actually. does though, he loves me, bro. He loves me so much, he wants me to stay over here while they're downtown. <laughs> He likes to keep that separation between us. So I would, in essence, I wanted, now, at first I said I wanted the, the Cubs to win. Now I'm flip-flop Jones, Dennis, captain. I want the Indians to win because I like Mr. Chernoff, Mark Chernoff, and he loves me, you just said that, Dennis.
4: I I did.
1: You know Mark Chernoff pretty good?
4: <laughs> no, not pretty good at all. <laughs> That's, it's better that he doesn't know me.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's a tyrant. He'll fire you on the spot, buddy. Don't mess around with that guy. I
4: think that's what he did to Tom,
1: no? <laughs> yeah. That would have meant he came down here. Yeah, no, he doesn't show up. <laughs> Actually, I did see him here once, Mr. Chernoff. He's like, Taz, how are you, my friend? I go, hey, what's going on, Mr. Chernoff? Hey, he's up right back, and I never saw him next to that. He just walked away. I'm going
3: to get a <laughs> cup of coffee. I'll be just right back. He <laughs> disappeared.
1: I got to see you later, pal. Because I hang around here at the end to see if anybody. He wants wants to talk an to you. <laughs> autograph or something. I haven't signed one autograph in the third. No one cares about me here. No one. It's great. It's great. No one cares. Nobody. Not one person here. Not one. No one cares. So a uh, little football deal. Uh Monday night football last night. The Broncos uh beat up the Texans. 27 to 9. So uh the Brock Waswild, uh, he had a little issue. <clears throat> he came out of the game, right? I didn't see this game. Did anybody know what happened here? He came out and then Trevor Gimmick Schnabich Seyman came in the game.
3: Right? That's not. No, Osweiler's been with the Texans for like a year or two. He used
1: to be with the Broncos, (laughs) Tom. That's my point. He was with the Broncos and then he came out and then he went over to Texas. The Texans. I know that. This is why you're fired. But I quit. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Take all of that out of the on demand audio.
3: I told you I'm going to make it louder.
1: Been hitting him in the head a lot, bro. I forgot he's with the freaking Texas. I didn't watch the game. If I watched the game, i know. I saw him fumble a snap. I saw one play. I think there were a couple of fumbles on his end. No, oh, bro, it was a long snap gimmick. First, they had the kid in. I can't remember his name. He came in for the Texas, I quarterback from Ohio State. The kid's a beast mode athlete. And then he he got like a first down. He did like a, a read read fake option play gimmick, and he first down to the running back. And then Oz Wasla comes back in long snap jones takes the snap fumbles it and then i turned it off i put raw back on which i should have watched the broncos and the Texans. of course raw sucked so uh yeah the texans uh they lost 27 to 9 so uh, cj anderson uh captains all giddy jones all happy because running back cj anderson had 16 carries 107 yards one touchdown this is big for you captain Because you pulled up the rear, bro. You came in the fake football Jones on fancy football, and now you defeated. You straight up defeated the control room crusaders. Who's that? That's Video Brian, baby. And you beat him 100 to 98. I needed 15 points, and CJ gave me 16. Dude, CJ's been coming through for you, dude. Big time. Seriously. He really has. I'm very impressed. Very Nice. And uh, if I didn't mention yesterday, I beat the living piss out of uh, Handsome Johnny, 124-94. And in the other game, uh, KFJ, Seth, he lost to uh, Brian. Crying Brian, that is. 98-69. <clears throat> Crying Brian's running away with it right now. Yeah, he's kicking ass, bro. He's kicking ass. He's got an attitude, too. He came by the studio yesterday. I was in there talking to Dennis Jones. Dennis, you saw it. He's like, I need this studio in 10 minutes. He was very rude about it. I t- you saw what I did. I took my shoe off and threw it at him. I missed. The F out of here. You need the studio. This is my house, bro. It's my house, Brian. You bastard. That's the captain's boy. They went to the college together. Fancy damn. They go out and they drink. They vape together. They you, can, you can stuff. thank Crying Brian for bringing me in here. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate him for it. Hate him, I say. Hate him. Can't stand Crying Brian now. I hate everyone. So that's the deal on that. So, uh... All right, enough for the football stuff. I I, I, I got all the, I got wrestling stuff to talk about. I got people calling the show. The lines are jammed like a pack of hemorrhoids. Gino Smith, by the way, tore his ACL. He's he's going to be out. So that that'll be the last time to see him in a jet uniform. He's done. Think so? He's going to be a free agent. He's out. He's he's just had the most lackluster gimmick going. Poor bastard. By the way, Miami Dolphins running back Adrian Foster used to be on the uh, Texans. Out of nowhere, shockingly announced his uh, retirement from the game. So that's interesting. So, uh, yeah, get into some wrestling news a little bit. A lot of people want to talk about Raw. I don't want to just blow people off here because I'm not like that. I'm a nice man. You guys know that. Everyone understands that. Hey, Elmer in Houston, you are on the Taz Show. Really? Uh, on the Taz Show? Yes, sir. You are live right now on the air, my friend. How are you, Elmer? Oh, I'm great.
6: How are you, Taz? Good, sir. What's going on, buddy? I uh, just want to say good moment to the captain, <laughs> ahoy. How's
1: it going? Good moment. Uh, De- 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 Dennis, we have Dennis Jones here, too, uh, Elmer. You know Dennis? Yeah,
6: I was, I was going to get to him. Oh, sorry. Like, now it feels weird. Now I feel like I've been forced. It's not, well, good moment.
1: El- Elmer, it's not that bad, bro. Elmer's like it's been forced. Elmer's actually right. It has been a little. I'm sorry, Elmer. I'm, I'm a control freak. I apologize for that.
6: No, I understand. Yeah. Good moment,
1: Jones. Good morning, Elmer. How Jones, are you? He called you Jones. I like it. Just Jones. I love it. Uh, what's up, Big Elmer? Talk to me. Uh, basically, I just want to give my
6: final condolences to the captain. Sadly, <laughs> he he has been fired for the 178 times.
4: Yes. 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 That's more it than is. that,
3: but thank you.
1: <laughs>
6: well, I know you said a certain number, but I don't know if he fired you close air. So I'm yeah. just counting the ones that I, I heard.
1: Good point, Elmer. <laughs> yes. Good point, my friend. So what's up, bud? Uh,
6: basically, just want to... Like you said about the anger about Raw. Like, I'm not really angry. I'm just disappointed. I feel like a disappointed father after seeing my son in the Little League. Striking like, out. Damn. Yeah,
1: jobbing just, out. Come yeah. on. Yeah, it's bad, dude. Uh, yeah, I, 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 when I say anger, I'm exaggerating, too. I'm with you on that, dude. It's it's just like enough for it. I mean, people invest in time in this. You know, I know everybody here at the show, before we went on the air, Elmo, we were saying the Raw show, the show just... It just sucked yesterday you know just yeah. and, and you're right it's not anger it's just like enough it's disappointment and then what happens is the people do just go away they just disappear you know
6: yeah um, I feel like I'm gonna be very very close to like unsubscribing uh, the WWE Network because I grew up in the ruthless aggression era I know everybody's a big fan of the attitude era but I feel like in my heart that the ruthless aggression era is the best era because yeah. they had the greatest wrestlers Eddie Guerrero Prison, Wall, Range, Stereo, Edge, um, yeah, Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, Big Show, Big Show when he was like really good, yeah, when he was a monster, you're right. And then when you and Michael Cole commentated like that yeah. right there was my childhood.
1: Well, I appreciate like, that. Like, yeah, it was a great. It's an underratedly great era, the ruthless aggression era. That's a good point, man. Really, you're right about that.
6: Yeah, because like I grew up nothing but SmackDown. Like I didn't know Raw existed. Right when they wow. do the raw rebound, I'm like, "Yo, who's Triple H? Who's Stone Cold? I don't know who these guys." Yeah, like I just, <laughs> I just do Brock Lesnar. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah Brock Lesnar can take them all."
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, you were just loyal to SmackDown, which is awesome. Uh, and Elmore, uh, great call, buddy. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it, man. Uh, all the way from down there in Houston, Texas. Um, yeah, so he's right though. The ruthless aggression era was a, an era that a lot of people don't talk about, but he named a lot of talent that are great stars. Some are still wrestling. So, you know, he's not wrong on that. And, um, you know, I think last night it's just like a, they, they had an opportunity. You know, I pitched an idea on the air here about what to do with Lesnar. And, uh, you know, Goldberg, they did nothing anywhere near what, what I was suggesting. Uh, not that they should, but I, I, I would <laughs> die on that hill that <clears throat> the idea I pitched was about one zillion percent more exciting than what they did yesterday. One zillion. <clears throat> Does anybody in here disagree? I mean, not to be... No,
3: I agree that your idea was great. <clears throat> I think it would have been too soon, though, because I don't. they're not going to be facing each other hell in the cell. Yeah, but
1: then, then don't have them take that amount of yeah. real estate on Raw, but because they want to push the video game, I think they kind of did their story arc a little wrong. Really. You know, I mean, listen, you have Paul Heyman in the middle of the angle, and I said this yesterday. Look, Paul Heyman had, just to speak on my own deal, me and Sabu for one year, not touch. So you can't have these guys. You can't shoot angles with these guys every week for a few weeks with them not touching. I mean, I'm just saying. Like it just was like, and 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 just to talk about that real quick. You know, Paul's promo with Brock. It was just not. I mean, Paul's verbiage. I'm saying that the overview of the segment they didn't use throughout RAW. It was not a thread, meaning Brock is here. They mentioned it in the beginning. They might have mentioned it once during the deal. No, not a lot of graphic support or video support It wasn't the thread It wasn't a main thing on the show And I understand that But you go to Hell in a Cell And it's uh, you know it's not part of the gimmick I got all that, I really do But then don't make a big deal And don't put it in your raw preview Don't put it on your website Don't put it on your social You know, hey, Brock's returning to Minneapolis uh, Where he's from or whatever Where he went to college And he's back and he's going to respond to Goldberg Don't have Goldberg two weeks before Hell in a Cell Come out live on Raw. You know, you're doing a product product placement thing and you want to promote the video game. I got it. Well, then, you know, don't shoot your water early. Let's be frank. Now, really, it's like, you know, don't, don't do it early. Then, then then tease it with packaging. There's, there's a million ways to do it. If you're going to F up your, your story arc, well, then I'm a viewer. I want you to be consistent. Don't just have Paul go out there and cut a five-minute promo. A lot of the same stuff he's said a lot, and the promo seemed... I kind of felt bad for Paul what is he saying he's got no one to play off of it's always like this he's got Brock there his killer his machine and it's like it gets the point where it's the same it's the same thing there's no one to play off there's no Brock there's no Goldberg there there's no one representing Goldberg nothing like that. I'm just saying it gets, it, it's like it's the same thing not to the point of New Day where that's just really just overkill Jones like it's just I'm sick of it New Day every week <clears throat> same thing Mike, the thing, the boom, 10-minute promo, set, enough. Stop. I love these guys. It's not a diss on them. But, man, make, make it a little special. Have them come out and not talk one time. It, it's just overkill. I know you're trying to fill three hours. Put, put a couple more of these Cruiserweight cats on there. Let them go out there and tear it up in the ring. I don't know. It's just... Uh, if you put it out there... Last week, and you have Goldberg make this big appearance two weeks outside of Hell in a Cell, and and to your point, Captain, you know, Goldberg and uh, and Lesnar are not part of Hell in a Cell. No. So why? Th- I'm not. I'm rhetorically. I'm not asking you. I'm just saying. Why have this? Why are you doing this? You know what I mean? Like why? It makes no sense. So. I, I, you know, I will talk a little bit more about it. I'm sure people are going to call and and <clears throat> want to uh, talk about either the, the whole Lesnar thing and, and stuff like that. I just, you know, what, just so he gets a pop. I mean, Brock's going to get a pop wherever he is. He's a star. He got a big pop. Of course, he got a big pop. Why wouldn't he? Even if it wasn't Minnesota, if the guy walk out anywhere he wants, he's going to get a big pop. He's a star. I, I still don't understand. Another just blown opportunity. Hey, Odd from Georgia, you're on a Taz show. Good moment, Taz. Oh, good moment, Odd. How are you? We we completely hacked the good moment thing from Mike Johnson, which I think is great. Well, it became IP, didn't it? Well, it's part of the show. Yeah. Correct, Dennis. That's how this works here. Something you understand? Good. Okay, made a few words also
7: a, a good moment to uh, the captain and the Dennis.
3: <laughs> good
4: moment. Good moment. <laughs>
7: Oh, Tez. Last <laughs> night was the uh, the go-home to Hell in a Cell, which is pretty convenient, considering I felt like I was in hell for most of the show. Ha,
1: ha, ha! And I was right there with you, Odd.
7: Tell you that, bro. Oh, yeah. man. Oh. I I was completely mind-blown through the whole show, and then we had Seth Rollins pin the champion and Chris Jericho oh, at yeah. the same time. Oh,
1: absolutely. It was unbelievable. Uh,
7: it was unbelievable. Car- Carl Anderson lost for the second week in a row, and uh, what was the other thing? Oh, and uh, Brian Kendrick cried over getting awarded a title or something. It was. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, hey,
1: you missed something odd. How about a little arm wrestling contest?
7: Oh, don't no, no. I think I have PTSD. I didn't even. I don't want to even remember that. Just have uh, two
1: two hot chicks arm wrestle instead of wrestling, when they have heat, they should be wrestling, and they're both excellent workers and athletes. Well, one is, no disrespect to Dana, but she's <laughs> Not trying to learn. Not mention
7: that, that they, they had to make it look competitive like Bailey could actually be. I'm sorry, Dana is, probably has twice the amount of muscle on her that yeah. Bailey has, no, and that, yeah. they had to make it look
3: Competitive, which I just—it just, I don't.
1: I don't even know who won the arm wrestling. I don't even When I saw I don't the table, I don't, even, I don't even
3: pay the time. Like, why are we doing this? I think it's going to be a best of seven. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> god, please no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, odd. I feel your pain, big guy. I totally do, man. Uh, yeah, it was rough. Thank you for calling, odd. I appreciate it. Uh, he's not wrong. It was the yeah, the arm wrestling thing was just really. Uh, I mean. I, 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 it, I didn't expect that I never and I was wrong by the way I came out here and I talked about how um, I really thought Jericho would turn on uh, in in the triple threat I would, thought he would turn on um, Owens and then, then would set up a gimmick where Chris would be a baby face and all that because the list thing's over he he kind of has that baby feel, feel baby face feel I don't I, didn't, I did not dislike the beginning of the show where Chris was looking for the list some of it was cute some of it was funny I'll get to that in a minute but I was wrong. I thought for sure they would do a thing where where Chris turns on Kevin and Chris turns babyface. Uh, they didn't do that. I, I was way off on that, uh, so I have to admit that. But I don't like what they did. I don't like, uh, to, to odds point, the call just call from Georgia, I don't like the fact that <laughs> you have Seth, you know, I, I, I understand him beating, you know, beating uh, uh, the champ, beating Owens, no, because come Sunday, like I've been saying, Yo, Seth Rollins is not becoming He is not going to be the new universal champion It's not happening So they want to give him a shine now And then they end with heat Where Owens beat the piss out of him I get all that I, I'm not throwing massive flags on that I'm not But beating both guys It was like What are we doing? You know what I mean? Like what? I, I, I just The booking is just It's just really just out there And then they'll turn around tonight And do a Smackdown That's awesome Like that's kind of what's been going on By the way We're very late to break love how no one's telling me I gotta go to break.
3: You need uh, to be told at this just, point.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, every show's a new show. A year plus. Did you, oh, you're such a wise-ass, you know that? You have such a negative attitude. I forgot you hate facts. Yeah, no, uh, because you know what, do your job. You're the producer, produce me! What are you showing Dennis Jones here? The poor guy sitting here seeing your horrible, lackluster attitude. I'm showing him to avoid eye contact with you. You let the <laughs> you let the host go three minutes later to break. Dennis, could you imagine this happening at, at the network? Chernoff would be mad. <laughs> you think? I'd be gone. <laughs> gone, I say! All right, we'll be right back. I'm going to talk more Raw on the other side. Sit tight.
8: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: Yeah, so I'm looking at uh, the Twitter here on this uh, Tuesday. And there's some uh, some folks have been tweeting. I could have saw a couple of these already. Uh, this last one I just saw is from Mike Maliskanen Malis at NY Enforcer. He said uh, reports are that WWE confiscated any signs for Curtis Axel last night. What's up with that? And interesting enough, uh, we took a peek at the Curtis Axel. I'm not looking at it now. It's Twitter account. And he acknowledged it and was a little perplexed and confused by it. And I'm, I agree. <laughs> I don't know why they would do that, except for the fact it's just typical WWE micromanaging, propaganda Jones. We do what we want to do. We push you there. there there's a uh, well, quick video, of Brian. There, thank you guys for getting this on the screen. Those watching the video, it's from Curtis Axel's Twitter. At home, a <clears throat> great night tonight in uh, WWE Minneapolis. I find it bizarre when I heard WWE was confiscating Axel signs at ringside. Hashtag skull. Yes, yeah, so for those that don't know, that's the. Either that's the horn or the sound. Where is. What is it, Dennis? Do you know? It's the Viking war cry. That's the Oh, skull. the skull. A gold skull. Yeah, it's just, I think that's what Vikings yell. Yeah, we gotta ask Robbie, I guess. He'd be the guy for that. He would know. He would have went off for 20 minutes about that. Yeah. See, I'm. Shortened to the point. Yeah. Hey, I'm short too, just not to the point. What the hell? So, anyway. Johnny told me it's how they say
3: cheers in Scandinavia.
1: Oh, God. Johnny is here, right?
3: Yeah, Damn. Johnny's here. <laughs>
1: Damn, I didn't know he was here. All right. You
3: what should you talk say? more about the fake football league.
1: <laughs> <laughs> whooped his ass. I said I whooped his ass. No, okay, to sign. Look, why, why are they taking the guy's sign? Look, man, they just want to, you know. They, they, the WWE, it's just, it's their way, bro. It's just their way. You know, you know I, I, I would assume a couple of you might know this. Some of you might not. But believe it or not, and I've witnessed this from when I started in WWE back in 2000, there are a bunch of signs that are planted. You know, fake signs that they make that, you know, that the creative team has to approve. That they hold up and and they know, you know, the executive producer is going to zoom in on that. It's just, it. it this is not what, it's the company, is, at the end of the day, is not what you people think, you know? I mean, then they, they, they want to put on good shows, they, do, they want to put on good matches. I'm not saying they're the devil, they're not. But <clears throat> it's not like WWE Universe, all that. Let's give the audience a title. They don't give a rat's ass. You know, Vince just don't want to hear the crowd. They don't want to hear the name, the crowd. Well, the crowd says, because it sounds so, yeah, the audience says, eh. Uh, the WWE universe, it's big, it's powerful. It's it's Vince is a genius marketer. That's no secret. I don't disagree with that. I just think it's sometimes when they say it in conversation, it seems hokey. But if you think that they care about you, the universe, they don't care as far as what your signs say. They want you to spend money in the network, they want you to like the talent. Of course, they want you to buy the merch. They want, but they, they want to entertain you. That's my point. At the end of the day, their heart's in the right spot. It is. They are. So I don't want to come off here and say they're the devil. They're not. But it's a propaganda-filled deal. That's one of the main reasons why this show's not on their network. I've had many people say, why is the Tash show not on WWE Network? I told you guys, and I'm up front. I'm honest with you guys. They've talked to us a while back. You know, this show will not be the same if it was on there. I would think they're never. Gonna, I can't go on there and say the things I say. I can't go on there and be honest. Those are the things I say. I'm honest because I do put them over a lot. But how can I put them over for last night? I can't. I can't. I'm not saying everything last night was hard, but a lot of it was. The one thing that jumped out to me, like I said, even though it's not part of Hell in a Cell, was that 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 Brock Lesnar. Um, Goldberg stuff. That just—they could have done so much more. I'm not saying do what I said, but they could have done so much more. So, that's the deal on that. Um, later on the show, as I said, we have a special guest at the top of the hour. We have Mike Johnson. He's not a special guest. Poom. Poom. Mike Johnson from PW Insider. He'll be doing the PW Insider report. And uh, Jeremy Vada will be here from Flow Sports. Will be—I shouldn't say here. I'll be on the phone. From flow sports talking about flow slam the new subscription based uh deal that's going to be uh, really pumping out a lot of independent pro wrestling and you guys will find a lot more information out about it some of you guys have read about it online already i have jammed phone lines here so it's a very busy show as usual a lot of folks want to talk about raw and i am here to help you vent or say something positive or whatever the hell it is that you want to do that's your call hey matt in florida you're on the
2: task show Hey Taz. Well, wow, I was sad about Raw last night, but now I'm happy about the Taz Show and Dennis Jones. <laughs> you like Dennis? Well, he's. I'm watching the, the the live video, and he sort of reminds me of like old school uh, Matt Bourne's WCW Lumberjack character. <laughs> he's Lumberjack Jones.
4: I will take that with the highest compliments you have to offer. I would tell you <laughs> what
1: the lumber Lumberjack Jones gimmick that Matt just said is actually. If you end up on this show, you might have to wear flannels all the time.
4: I'll bring suspenders, I'll have an axe, I'll, I'll live the gimmick.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine this? Oh, my God, Matt. Uh, good observation, Big Matt. What's up, buddy?
2: Okay, I just had three quick comments about Raw. Oh, I, only three? Oh, sure, yeah. go ahead. Okay. All right, think,
1: segment two with Matt from Florida. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> the,
2: the Chris Jericho list has, has now officially become more important than the universal title. Yes, I know. Uh, I think that T.J. Perkins should never – do commentary again?
1: <laughs> he read my mind on that. Yeah, I knew that was going to be a bomb when I saw him on there,
2: yeah. I mean, they could always do with T.J. Perkins. Like, I remember old school when they did Lance Storm, when they made his character. He was the boring guy in WWE.
1: Yeah, but Lance had charisma about it. Lance is very talented. You know, he knows how to do that, you know?
2: I know that. Yeah. I don't know what they can do with T.J. Perkins. Just, but, and look, also- T.J., just let T.J. wrestle. That's all you got to yeah. do with T.J. Just let him work. And and I thought the the hell in the cell the contract signing was uh, Mick Foley belabored it a little too much. I mean he was the only emotional really emotional person well, at that signing and it was like wow maybe he should be in the hell in the cell. Well he, Matt
1: to, Matt to your point yeah. okay Mick actually I thought he knocked that out of the park he showed true passion for it and that segment had po- that segment for me was better than I thought it would have been. That's the first yeah. thing. And they did make it more than just a basic contract signing. They did. but And, Matt, thank you for calling. I appreciate it, buddy. But I'm telling you this right now, okay? Mick really hammered home the danger from experience he spoke of how this match can change your career and your life forever. And, unfortunately, those two girls blew him off. They completely blew him off. I'm not blaming them individual. I'm blaming whoever wrote it and directed those girls to act that way. They blew it off not once, twice in the segment. Mick busted his ass. He got a Mick Foley chant on a promo because he showed legitimate passion. Uh, you, You can't blow that off. You have to acknowledge that more than they did. Yes. No. Anybody disagree? You agree? I, he was close
4: to tears, and they were just like, "Okay, well, I'm going to beat you, right?" And it and was that's like, all
1: it was about. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. It was like, well, it, it looked awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. I mean, it's like you—you—you you, can't—it can't just be. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. And you got a guy who's a legend, uh, who basically killed his body, and in that Hell in a Cell, made, arguably made the match famous. And you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, I know it's dangerous. I'll be okay. I'm gonna kick your ass.
3: Yeah. And the the way it ended too was just to me it was super awkward. Sasha held her belt up and Charlotte just <laughs> points
1: at it. It was like, yeah, I don't know what ended more awkwardly, that or the end of Heyman's promo because that was awkward too. Uh, you know what I mean? Like,
4: I, 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 why you left? You, just your shock was. Oh.
9: <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's how the fans felt last night. Oh.
1: Yes. So Taz live here in studio with the Wyatt family, ladies and gentlemen. I have the Wyatts here. Follow the buzzers. I could, <laughs> I could, I could have just said though. I could have just, you know, had to put the. Put, they could have put out a tweet. Wyatt's <laughs> in studio with Taz. just <laughs> had you guys are sitting here. It'd have been great. But no, instead I got you know, the fake Wyatts. That's the way it goes here on the Taz Show.
10: <laughs> <laughs> Day late, dollar
1: short, Jones. You know what I mean, Dennis? Yeah.
5: Day night.
1: Cold hot. So, anyway. Hey, Wedgie, from the Steel City, what's up, big guy?
5: Well, well, well. <laughs> Tess, how are you, sir?
1: Good, big man. What's going on, bud?
5: Hey, i like to talk about what was good about Raw okay. and what was bad about Raw. All right, go. Well, let's start. What was good about Raw?
1: Are you asking me or are going to tell me, brother?
5: No, I'm going to tell you. Oh, all right. <laughs> now, here's what was good about Raw. Okay, now here's what was bad about Ross. <laughs> Wait a
1: minute, you have no idea. The timing of it was perfect. You just did that, and then for some reason my mic went. It... <laughs> ahead, Wedge. What was bad about it? Go ahead. Just um,
5: about everything. The boat Dallas Curtis Axel could have went a lot better. Yeah. Sh- Curtis Axel should have finished him up with the his dad's
1: plex. Yeah. Them. Yep. Yep. And okay. pin them and beat them.
5: Okay. Right. Yeah. Golden Truth and Shining Stars have never been on air.
9: Yeah.
5: I, I think they should go back to two hours. You cannot fill three hours of that show.
1: Well, they're making a lot of money on the three hours from USA, bro. That's the problem. You know, I mean, they get they got that contract, but that's why I said from Jump, you guys know where I'm going. I've been saying it forever. Give the cruiserweights one hour.
5: You're exactly right.
1: Or, or NXT, I've been saying actually, give NXT one hour. Yep.
5: It's just terrible.
1: I would not pay to go see that. No. No, and, I, I, I'm getting it for free on the USA Network, and I don't want to see it.
5: Yeah, Braun Strowman.
1: What was that? Well, yeah, it was... Well, the thing backstage with Jericho, when he had the list... Initially, I thought Jericho's reaction to Braun having the list was funny. Because Chris is entertaining, and he's good. And I, I liked the way Braun acts, but I'm saying the match and all that stuff, to your point, Wedgie. Yeah, no, I, I with the Sami Zayn, I, the whole thing uh, just... Dennis, uh, big Dennis Jones, the lumberjack himself. I could picture you liking the Braun Strowman. I'm a, a
4: huge Wyatt guy. shop uh, Yeah, right. It's, yes, you got to live the gimmick. I the love gimmick. Braun. I mean, he needs character work. They need to flesh him out. I really enjoy the the number of jobbers okay. that he's been beating. Oh, oh, I, no. I, It cracks me up. No. I Captain, I wanna,
1: stop him! Helping.
4: I want to see a Royal Rumble stop. worth of people. Stop.
1: Dennis, stop, please. You just made a big error. <laughs> you don't even know what you did, you poor bastard. <laughs> We're trying to stop you. You just rattle it off. You can't say the J word. Oh, The way you said it. You're not qualified. You've never my wrestled ap- a match.
4: My apologies. You can't do that. Sorry to everyone.
1: Enhancement talent. E- Enhanced for a second, e- thought, t- goes E. I think e.
3: Dennis is gonna go. I've been in the ring.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I, see, that's a perfect example, uh, Dennis. How the captain wants you to sabotage yourself. See. Yeah, he set it. me up. He oh, said, he did make set sure you say, say. say the J word. Say <laughs> the J word. But Taz then you said, it. then you go E. You go E. Then there's the, the K word. It's K word. Yeah, we, we didn't go over the list. In defense to Dennis. We didn't there go over the There was no list. I know Jericho's
4: <laughs> list. I didn't know the Taz list. <laughs> the Taz
1: on. list is older too. Oh yeah, the Taz list the, the rules are behind you. If you look well, that's the, why it's gotta be in front of me. I well, that's the trick. You gotta pay attention. <laughs> I need eyes in the back of my head. Head on a swivel, son. Head on a swivel. It's like you play a linebacker. You gotta pay attention. That's how this goes here. So uh yeah. Yeah, but no. Uh, to your point, now you were saying you like how Braun is in there with enhancement guys, and, and I just want
4: to see him take on yeah. 30, 50, however many, and just like King Kong, just <laughs> swatting down bullets from the plane.
1: But you don't think it, it gets? I mean, I I said uh, yesterday, yeah.
4: There's a there's a time limit on this. Yeah, absolutely. there is. But
1: you could go back to it. You got I think what they're gonna do is the right way. You know, we have a guy who's better, get in there with him, be competitive, and then you know then have another enhancement guy come at him. You know, down the road. You know what I mean? I think that's okay. I thought he was funny and when Jericho walked off to him. And Jericho was like, like, Jericho sold it when he saw that Braun had the list. He had that look on his face like, oh, God, of all people he have right. the list, it's this guy. <laughs> what am I going to do now? You know, I, I thought it was very funny. I I, I thought Chris you know, Chris is, you know, you were from that same era, him and I. You know, you're going to get an opportunity. He's, gonna, he's not going to hit a triple. He's going to hit a home run every time. And you're going to give him my time. He's going to do it. I get it. I get it. He's an opportunity. He's going to grab the opportunity. And they're giving them a lot of opportunity. I mean, I do think they should be putting a lot more of that time into the, the younger talent. I do. Um, but hey, God bless Chris. Good for him. I mean, I think he's doing a great job at the end of the day. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, I, I really do. I mean, so, you know. Hey, uh, Jonathan uh, from Columbus, Ohio, you are on the uh, Tash show. Hey, Taz. First time in a long time. Oh, really? Isn't that something? Ow! DM bag. What's up, hey, buddy? Hey, Cap. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Um,
7: I just wanted to say that I'm. Well, you were my first producer, and I'm really sad that you're leaving.
3: Uh,
7: well, thank you for listening, and thank you for the support. <laughs> and by the way, Taz, uh, you should just walk into CBS head Jones H- office, smack him around, get yeah. Captain Ray's in a helicopter so he won't leave.
1: <laughs> I hear, but what about, what about the Dennis Jones Lumberjack City? You don't even care. I'm right here, Jonathan. Yeah, I know, really. Uh, Jonathan, Dennis... Uh, you're, you're new. I'm sorry. Oh. Got, it's going to take
2: getting used aren't to. Aren't
1: you new too? First time. <laughs> 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 hey, Jonathan. Dennis has a good point. Aren't you? Aren't you new too? He's got a very good point. I would have never got the
7: pushback from Captain.
1: He's got a point. <laughs> right, I got to say, Jonathan has touche. a point. Touche. touche. This is a battle. You win this one. He wins. he wins. He wins. Jonathan wins. What's up, buddy? What do you want to talk about? Uh, I wanted to talk about
7: SmackDown and Apollo Cruz. Um, okay. I watch him a lot on the Indies, and I was really really sad on how they're using him. I was wondering if he showed a more aggressive side like you did, because mm. you guys kind of the same stature. Yeah, yeah. You get over bigger. I don't better? think
1: I, I appreciate you saying that, bro. I don't think it's his fault. I don't think, it's, uh, Jonathan, I don't think it's Apollo's fault at all. I don't think it's his intensity or his work rate, or nothing like that. I just think there's something there's a disconnect for Vince, in pushing him. I don't know why the guy's body looks great. His work is just phenomenal. He's uh, he's tremendous work. He's not a horrible speaker. Triple H obviously is a fan of his, but you know it's a perfect example, Jonathan, of uh, Vince McMahon being on a different page than Triple H. And and thank you for calling, Jonathan. I appreciate it. I think over time we might see this more. You know where you're seeing a talent come in like a Neville, who where on NXT was getting a monster push, where Triple H is you know overseeing the farm, and then when they go to Vince, it's like ah eh, not so fast. You know what I mean? So, that's partially a your problem. I think I just threw up in my mouth. Oh, God. Will <laughs> you stop? That was bad. It could happen. I get agita sometimes. I'm, you know. Eating the cured meats in the morning, I think I got to stop this. You know, How is it? Eating, like, pejute and, like, gabagool. I Anybody mean, who's not a New Yorker. It's more name. of a
3: lunch thing, These isn't?
1: Italian cold cuts are not good. No, you know, pepperoni's super sad. Some people know what I'm talking about. Dennis Jones is looking at me like, "Why? Why am I?" Even here?
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm a little angry that you didn't offer me. Anything. Oh, you like the Italian cured meats? I love some gabagool. Look
1: at this guy, Dennis Jones, rocking the gabagool. See the Captain, Greek City Jones? He's all about the Greek.
4: Uh, I mean, I'm the farthest thing from Italian, but I appreciate fine Italian meats.
1: You see, the Captain doesn't. He only likes Greek food. That's it. Okay. Okay. You know, now, now, That's now. what we're going with? Here we go. wise Jones. Here we go. Captain, see? A few months ago, he never would have acted like that with me. It would have just been yes, test. Yes. Now he's got his own mind. I hate him like this. Buy a hat. I hate him with his own mind. I hate it. Slamming bods and beyond. Pisses me off. I liked him, but he was a sickle fan that he was a fanboy. I ruined him, Dennis. Now I gave him too much rope, and he's strangling me.
4: Damn it. Nobody to blame
1: but yourself. <laughs> I hear you, buddy. I know what Robbie's thinking right now, that Dennis is in the studio. Robbie's going to be here tomorrow. I think he's uh, he's doing some work behind the scenes here on the Taz show. I think so. But but you, Dennis, will not be here.
4: He might be on his way down now. He might <laughs> bust through the door. <laughs> Dude, he,
1: he's a big boy. You're a big boy. He's a big boy. He's Dude, a really that, big That's a horse fight right there. Yeah, that, he's tall, too. That's very intimidating for me that he's that tall. I'm saying, if if the Vikings need an old lineman, I think he could slide right in. I think he could slide in as a tackle. He definitely offers a tackle for the, for, I don't know what kind of, if he's got quick feet or not, I don't know his toughness, but we'll see when he gets in and he starts throwing punches at you and beating you up. (laughs) Then we'll see. So people are probably like, what's going to happen to What do we got? Is the Viking in? Is the lumberjack? What are we doing? I don't know what we're doing. You'll have to keep tuning in. There's a lot of things going on here. It's it's because the captain quit the show. Tweet the captain and blame him. <laughs> I,
3: I promise to acknowledge it.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, Big Dennis Jones, how you doing on Twitter? What's your Twitter handle? Ah, uh, uh, you know I haven't dipped my toe into the Twitter water yet. So you are what we call intelligent. So or fearful. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you're fearful of the, peep, like sometimes people could be a little yeah. I'm, the Twitter wall, I call it. You know, it could be very tough behind the wall. You know? Yeah, I'm on the wrong s- or the right side of the you're wall on the right for now. side. No, You're on the right side, but if you're but on the show. I have a
4: feeling I'm going to soon join the wrong side. The
1: captain uh, never had a Twitter. I think I heard this earlier. Yeah, be- I did not have one until the so, I started doing the as show. As I said earlier, the captain was irrelevant in this life. I was irrelevant on Twitter, too. And yes, and then I made – I basically – look, it's obvious. Like It's almost like I gave a second birth to the captain. <laughs> Wow. In this life, yes.
4: That's an image I cannot unsee. <laughs>
1: well, it was painful on my hips, but, but he's, you know. You, but, no, you got birthing hips. I have birthing. <laughs> Another wise, yes. Why do I always get stuck with wise Hey, yes? you know Taz, by it's the way. Believe, I can't catch a break here. It's unbelievable. All right, we're on the cusp of a break here in a few minutes, and uh, we're going to have Mike Johnson at the top of the hour. So Mike will come on here via Skype and act like a big shot, like he knows everything. Big reporter. <laughs> Fancy Dan. That's usually what happens. Comes at the end, he tries to talk down to me. I hate when people do that. Hey, uh, Cole from Kansas. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, pal? Uh, can you hear me? Yes, Cole. How are you, sir? You're on the show. What's going on, buddy? Oh, you said Kansas. I'm from Tampa. But uh, <laughs> Oh, that's close. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold up, oh, Hold oh, bro, 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 oh. bro, 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 bro. You're Cole, right? Your name is Cole? Yes, I'm Cole. But you're from Tampa. <laughs> yes. Well, why did Handsome Johnny say you're from Kansas?
11: Well, God, uh, that's, I guess, uh, Johnny's yes. gimmick. He just constantly gets the
1: cities. Uh, the yeah. Johnny's bitties gimmick raw. is going to be he's out of work. That's just going to be Johnny's gimmick. How's that? I'll fire <laughs> his ass, too. I'll fire him right out of here. Uh, what's going on, Cole? Talk to me.
11: Hey, when it comes to Raw, you know, I've been putting up with the uh, bad... Um, ad booking for a long time, and I, I, a lot of things that I, I don't really care for, I stuck it out. I'm, I'm pretty much a hardcore WWE fan, but the commentary last night, mm. it, that's what finally did it for me. I, I think I'm done with Raw for a while. I, I don't really? think I can I can put myself through it anymore.
1: Wow. Was that just the overview of the commentary, or was there something in particular that was said?
11: Well, um, you know, I, I like how you break down the details on, on your show about the different, you know, y- facets of good commentary one thing one thing it did it for me in particular I was already kind of annoyed by the commentary throughout but the Bo Dallas uh, uh Curtis Axel match and there was one point in particular where um Curtis Axel and this sounds like super specific but it did it for me uh Curtis Axel actually excuse me Bo Dallas took a took a powder he uh went out of the ring
1: Oh, Inside Term and, Jones. Look at you. Took a powder. I like it. All right, go ahead.
11: And, and uh, when he did that, um, the uh, Byron Saxton, who's you know supposed to be a babyface.
1: I don't know what he is, dude. I think he's supposed to be kind of a, a buffoon out there, the way he acts, to be honest with you. That's kind of like they make fun of him. Okay, go ahead, continue.
11: Well, he praised the heel for the, the bad guy, the villain, for going out of the ring as a smart tactic. Like usually if a baby face is the one that goes out of the ring, right. then you, know, you praise that for being a smart tactic. But if the right. heel goes out of the ring, he's a coward. Yeah, well, it just made no sense.
1: Right, it made no sense. Well, I'll tell you why that happened. It's a very simple thing, Cole. It's because someone's in his ear, and that someone is—I guarantee you—it was Vince McMahon telling him that. Because I've lived this with Vince. Thank you for calling, Cole. Sometimes Vince—and this is a shoot—and I'm going to break after this. Sometimes Vince gets confused. I'm not joking. He's been like this forever when he's got a three-man booth out there, or even if it's a two-man booth, and if you're in a heel, if you're the heel commentator, sometimes I'll feed you a line that's a babyface line. And I guarantee you, Byron got fed that line. And that's why he said that. Guaranteed. It gets confusing. And you get to a point when you're the commentator and they start hitting you with lines. And you you feel like, all right, you want me to be a high-paid puppet? I guess I'll be a puppet. So that's what happens. Is there a song? I'm a puppet, baby! No, what's a song. Puppet Jones. No.
3: All I can think of is Master of Puppets.
1: Metallica Jones. (laughs) All right. Sick of you, Captain. Well, I hear somebody talk. I'm a puppet. You're a puppet. It's like a song from the uh, from the Sinatra era, the '40s. Any help? Any help? Anyone? 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 On that note, uh, we're going to break. That went well. And uh, other side of the break, we'll have Mike Johnson with the PW. Maybe he'll know. No, he won't. We'll have Mike Johnson with the PW Insider Report. We're right back.
8: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All
1: right, we're back here. One hour down, one hour to go. Taz Show, Tuesday edition, coming at your face, straightforward, forge ahead. we got Mike Johnson with the PW Insider Report coming up in a second or two. Mike's sitting back on the Skype, getting ready. He's always ready. Mike, don't play around. Also... uh. A little later on in the show, in the last segment of the show, we will have a special guest via the phone from Flow Sports, who will be a big part of the, he's the managing editor with Flow Slam, that's Jeremy Potter, will be here on the show via telephone, so it's exciting times, especially for Evolve Wrestling, uh, and a lot of wrestling fans, because you're going to be able to get a a good amount of independent pro wrestling subscription base through flow sports flow slam is the name of the pro wrestling side of it so i'm very interested in talking to uh you know mr potter jeremy and and we'll just have a conversation about it. you know me i don't do like i'm not a QA guy that's not my shtick but I, I talked a little bit before the break about puppets you know and and then uh, i did a little research and I, re- I said i knew it was a song from the 40s like the crony days and it was a frank sinatra song that's life one of the famous songs that's life That's what people say. That's all. Look at that. And you sang it throughout the break. I did, Dennis. Beautiful. Dennis Jones. Did I not, Dennis? You did a wonderful job. And you said, Dennis, I sound just like
4: Sinatra, but different. I said, if I closed my eyes, I couldn't tell. I was like you've risen from the dead.
1: But, Dennis, this is why you're a successful producer from WFAN, from CBS Sports Radio. And this is why that maybe you'll end up on the Tad Show if. The Viking doesn't. So I mean, we don't know what's happening, but you, sir, keep putting me over. That is key here.
4: I'm just enhancement talent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ass Jones. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So the, the line in the song, just so you guys know, from Frank Sinatra. I said it's a puppet, a puppet. He, if Sinatra said, "I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate." That's in the song, by the way. No one cares, right? No one. I just say it. No one cares. No one really cares. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn, and a king, bro. How badass <laughs> is that? I think Mike Johnson hung up. Who's singing? So singing. Video Brian singing along. Video Brian knows the song. I've been up and down and over around. That's exactly what Video Brian. And just I know <laughs> one thing. Wow, Video <laughs> Brian, Java City. Yeah, why? Why? Why do we not have? The freaking microphone. I want to hear Video Brian or see him.
3: I thought Video Brian said he didn't want
1: one. Oh, stop it! (laughs) I'm ready for the PW Insider Report, please.
0: And now, the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike 10
1: minutes, he gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. Hello, Mike Johnson, how are you? Good moment, Taz. How are you? You know, the good moment thing has taken off, bro. It's just flaring like a pack of hemorrhoids on the Taz show. I have to say thank you, sir. It is now part of my IP, and we have stolen it from you because you invented it, but now it's mine. And, uh, you know, I expect nothing less. Yeah, so now we have people calling the show, and they say good moment all the time. So, uh... Please say hello to the White family that's in the studio here with me, uh, Mike Johnson. I have the captain who quit the show, the guy in the dark beard, uh, the guy that you never interviewed. And then we have potentially the new producer of the TAS show, and that's Mr. Dennis Jones. His real name is Jones, by the way.
8: So we have... Jones, Jones, Jones? Is yes. that what it
1: is? It's all about the Jones, bro. It's all about the Jones here. <laughs> and, uh, yes, Mike Johnson. So uh, so, my... so the
8: captain's so the captain's leaving and the lumberjack is coming in. Is that the deal?
1: Lumberjack Jones, yes. That's what a lot of people are saying. We also, I don't know if you, uh, I know you don't really pay attention to the show much, Mike, except when you're on because you're an egomaniac. But I was wondering it's... if, uh, weren't you on last week and Viking, uh, the Viking Robbie was here?
8: No, I was not on with Viking Robbie. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: least i'm paying attention to my guests when they're on all right so mike uh please you're not here for your humor or your looks please give me some dirt insight or something go
8: well it's an important day for uh the tna lawsuit with billy corgan the uh, lawsuit's going to be unsealed about three o'clock central so we're going to get some insight into exactly what caused this entire mess between billy corgan dixie carter and everybody else
1: now mike you my friend uh, you know, we have a good time here, a good friend of mine, and I respect, I love you, and I love everybody over there at the site. You guys have done, namely you, an awesome job of covering this, just tons of content about this TNA lawsuit, dude. I, I, it's, I know, almo- but- it's almost hard to keep up, but, bro, you have really, I, I tip my cap, as a reporter, you're really doing your due diligence.
8: It is. Uh, I never thought that when I got into the business of writing about men in tights, I'd end up reading thousands of legal documents a week.
1: I, oh, dude, uh, you're I actually so you're, read, you're reading the documents, huh?
8: Everything, every single thing, because I've got to I've got to try and read and understand it in order to try and convey it to the audience. So it's it's not easy. Some of the stuff's not easy. I'm calling my lawyer and going, "Oh, what does this mean?" And he's like, "Well, do I get to bill you?" And I say, <laughs> "No," and he
1: hangs up. Yeah, lawyers all suck. Okay, they're yeah. all thieves, bastards. I hate them all. And if anybody's uh, listening, it's a lawyer. I apologize. I don't mean it in a personal way. Um, yeah, so listen, Mike, put it in layman's terms, the long and short of, in your research, I know we're going to find out more, like you said today, but about this lawsuit with Billy, Dixie, Dean Broadhead, Serge, what's the deal?
8: All right, so Billy Corgan filed a lawsuit on October 12th against Dixie Carter, who's the chairman of TNA her husband, Serge Salinas, the company's chief financial officer, Dean Broadhead, the company itself, TNA Entertainment LLC, and the parent company, Impact Ventures LLC. Corgan is claiming that he made an investment into the company, and based on the agreement he and Carter entered into, if it is discovered that the company is insolvent, which means they can't pay their bills, uh, and we all know there's been a ton of lawsuits surrounding TNA recently, so that doesn't look good for them on their financial ledger, that he has the right to reach in and replace members of management and take over the company. So he is suing for that. He currently has a temporary restraining order against the company, which does not allow them to make any business moves without his approval and prevents anybody, including himself, from selling off the company, the tape library, or any other assets. Uh, The lawsuit initially was sealed because there was sensitive financial information. Uh, It was sealed on behalf of Corgan's Corgan's request because he did not want that information to end, end up in the hands of competitors, which means WWE. Uh, They're going to be filing a a redacted version of the lawsuit today, removing all the financial information. That version is gonna be released to the public uh, at three o'clock, so three o'clock central. So we'll have an article about it later today as soon as I get my hands on the documentation. They go to court tomorrow and Corrigan is trying to get a a temporary injunction which would basically tie TNA's hands shut, not allow them to do anything. There's also a possibility that the, the court could look at all this and say, there's, there's no doubt that Corgan is 100% right, and technically, they, and I'm not saying this will happen, but there is a percentage of a, of a chance that they could turn around and remove Dixie Carter from power and put Corgan in complete pa- control of that company.
1: So, dude, that's all insane. I never <laughs> thought it would get this heavy when I worked there, and I worked there for, like, I don't know, seven years. You know, I wasn't there when Billy was there, but I didn't think it would get to this level, I got to be honest. Uh, but dude, as me as a wrestler, as a former wrestler and as an announced talent, the first thing I think about is, okay, what is the security of the company? So therefore, what I mean, I know at times you do talk to talent, obviously without naming names, I'm sure some of the talent you've deal with or talk to privately is got to be freaking out a little bit about this.
5: Yeah, there
8: well, it's interesting. There's a worry there obviously because they want to get paid. Um, but there, there, you know there's been sort of, there's been a belief amongst the talent that I've spoken to that Corgan has a vision for this and that it could work in their favor if he ends up in charge and there's also a discussion internally of well if he doesn't end up in charge then it's going to be the other side which is Dixie Carter the Aralux company and yeah. you know, the fight work up in Canada so what is our what does my future mean if they end up in charge because if Corgan leaves does that mean the creative team is out too? Does that mean Gaboric is out? Does that mean someone new's coming in? There you know, there there's there's a lot of plates spinning here and nothing is going to be resolved until they go to court. And let's face it, we've still got well over a day before they have to enter that courtroom. We've got hours before this court this case is even unsealed. They could sit down at the table and and sit down and mediate all this privately and, and come to some sort of settlement. Corgan could walk off with a boatload of money and they could move on with their lives.
1: That could happen, too. You know, again, it's tough. You know, I know they're not doing shows right now, but it's tough to keep the talent motivated uh, when this is happening. You know, it's tough to stay motivated or belief in your company. When you're a wrestler, you know, the last thing you want to think about is this stuff, infighting, lawsuits, you want to train, you want to stay in shape, you want to look good, you want to have good matches. I know they did a, a plethora of taping, they got a bunch of stuff in the can, I know that, from Universal, they did all the big ass tapings. But also, I know I talked about it on a show the other day here, bro, and you know this, they have taping set, TNA does, for, for the new year, correct?
8: Yeah, they're, they're going to tape January 5th to January 10th, and those tapings are scheduled to take them all the way through April.
1: Well, so, so I mean they're become, they're become,
8: Basically two or three times a year They're going to tape uh, a ton of material yeah.
1: So to be frank I mean this is stuff that I remember hearing scuttlebutt about While I was getting ready to leave there There was discussions about it I was in some of those discussions Just hearing it and giving input <clears throat> Back in the day Of TNA being a strictly a TV company in essence Where it's not about running house shows It's not about any of that It's just a, a, a TV program And the talent gets paid uh, at these events That's basically it's, it's a TV show
8: yeah, and it's happened before. Uh, you know, when Eric Bischoff took over WCW, one of the first things that he did, which was a hugely unpopular decision at the time, but in hindsight made a lot of sense, he canceled all the house shows. And that's and where the boys even make even the money. The, the, chair.
1: the boys yeah. make their money. I'm sorry to interrupt you. The boys make their money on the house shows.
8: Yeah, and, and he moved, you know, the lion's shares of the TV tapings to Disney, and they were taping, like, months in advance uh, for the WCW Worldwide TV show, and then they would, you know, every couple of weeks tape the WCW Saturday Night show, because he realized the company was losing money, and they needed to take a step back, but, I mean, in in, in the long run, it worked for them, but WCW was on a much bigger... Platform, there was a lot more money to play with, yeah. And you know, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. and the guys are getting paid no matter what. We can't, you know, with TNA, there's always talk about the checks being late, where's the money? They're behind, so I mean, it's two totally different animals, but well, no, it's no. Not
1: See, a, yeah. Well, because double, uh, to your point, you know, with Bischoff and WCW, you know, the guys were on bit, I remember, I mean, those guys were, had big guaranteed contracts, so yeah, you're right. Uh, it didn't matter, but for the future, when you take house shows away. You know, uh, no matter what it is, it's like ugh. like Lucha Underground a little different, right? They started off as a TV show with no house shows. You know what I mean? So it's right. a little bit of a different platform, you know.
8: And that was and that was shot and that was shot and produced specifically to be a television show. That was television people coming in and shooting a, a TV show that featured wrestling. It wasn't a wrestling company that's only filming their material for television. Two totally different animals.
1: Correct, Amundo Uh So what uh i mean do you have any clue any insight before we move on here how you think this thing will end up with, with billion and stuff like that
8: you know i have been very careful not to speculate on any of this until i i want to read the the, the lawsuit because i don't know i don't know the gist of it so i i really don't want to speculate there you know people tell me corrigan has a case and that tna doesn't have a defense you would expect these people to say that to me because they're sympathetic to Corgan's Corgan's side. Right, right, right. Uh, right. There are some people in TNA who say to me that, oh, it's all going to get settled and it's going to be business as usual, which if it's business as usual, Ah. that's forgotten. This mess in the first
1: place. I don't think so. Yeah, that sounds like an ugly mess. It's uh, fudged up to say the least. What else is going on, buddy? Cuz I, I know uh, I want to get your input on the whole thing with uh, Evolve and the stuff and later on in the show if you heard me. I I have Jeremy Potter from Flow Sports will be on the show here.
5: Yeah,
8: you know, it's an, it's an interesting thing. I'm always I'm always interested, you know, when, when a new platform like this comes about and launches, uh, I'm always interested in seeing what they can do. I, I think some people are getting a little too excited about it. Let them roll out their product and show us what they've got before we decide it's going to be awesome or it's going to be terrible. Uh, you know, listen, WWE had a lot of growing pains when they launched their network. It's entirely, you know, you've got to give Flow Sports and Flow Slam a chance to roll it out and see what see see what works, see what doesn't, change the kinks, uh, and course correct it as they go. Signing Evolve to a five-year deal where they've got exclusive rights to stream all of that li- that entire library and to live to uh, live stream their pay-per-view events going forward. That's a good first choice. They've got something with a base, something with a lot of wrestlers who. Uh, have either gone from Evolve to WWE and elsewhere, that an audience that enjoys those talents are going to want to go back and check out the early formulative days. And they, they run a lot of shows. They've you know they got a number of different brands, whether it be FIP or Shine, the women's promotion, or, or Evolve. They're, they've got a number of shows that they run all the time every month. So it makes sense to want to get that material I'm, I'm somewhat surprised that even though wwe is invested in this that with the connection between wwe and evolve wwe didn't just say no we're going to put that on our own, under our own umbrella especially since that's one of the things they've been talking about internally yeah is adding independent wrestling to the network
1: yeah i'm with um, you on that i'm a little surprised so i believe wwe correct me if i'm wrong something somewhere around like two million dollars or something like that they put into this
8: yeah, they're one of the invest. The- the- Flow Sports announced back in August that they had a new round of funding, and WWE was one of the investors that came. Oh, about whoa, whoa, with- whoa,
1: whoa, whoa! But we got a Doc Match going on there, bro. Everything just got. Ah, um,
8: my light turned off. It's on. A- it's on a timer.
1: What is Doc Match on a timer? Wait a minute. What do you got? What, what kind of? A- there we go. <laughs> 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 <Just> clap.
9: <laughs> Holy
1: clap on Jones! Are you kidding me, bro? <laughs>
9: what are
1: you like a ninety-year-old 90- like woman? What is that? I love the gimmicks. You actually have the, that's a work. That whole thing, <laughs> that whole scenario had to be a work, bro. You got the clap on lights. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's not it's not
8: that. We have a motion sensor in the living room, so if I forget to turn it off, it it, it turns off.
1: I was thinking, geez, man, you gotta stop paying your electric bill, son. I mean, you got <laughs> <laughs> Doc Match Match City. All right. Well, but the thing, uh, real quick, here about Flow Sports, I know you just said like, hey, um, about. You know, it took WWE a long time to get the network launched and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and there were a lot of
8: problems with the network early on, too. Remember, yes, they had all I sorts do. Of technical I issues. I do,
1: but, 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 but there's a but. And the thing is, bro, Flow Sports, they already have a big body of work. I mean, they their their website, I mean, if you check, they have Flow Wrestling, oh, yeah. flow, flow Gymnastics, Flow Hoops, Flow Boxing, Flow Softball. They, they know how to run an online network. It's just the programming they put on there. I guess that's what they're working on.
8: Yeah, I know there's been a lot of rumors about different product going on there. Um, you know, Ring of Honor and Lucha Underground and some other things. I mean, I'm sure Jeremy Blotter will be able to give you a, a further insight into who they're negotiating with. The only company that I've heard 100% they have a signed deal with is Evolve. That doesn't mean there aren't others, but it's got, you know, eventually it's going to have to be more than Evolve because for that $20 price tag, you know, that's double the WWE network. You've got to be able to show the audience that you're that you're giving them something beyond what WWE is giving the audience because for 10 bucks a month, you get in WrestleMania. Yeah. So to be a competitor to that and to charge double that, you have to really step up and create content. I, I feel almost every day there has to be new content. Mm. Um, you know, it's like PW Insider with our lead section. Every day there's content because there are people paying us and they are a lifeblood. And it's only right that we're giving them more than they than they than we are charging. Absolutely. You know, my. my I grew, up, I grew up with ECW. My feeling was I always paid 20 bucks for any ringside seat, and I walked out feeling like I got 100 bucks worth of entertainment. You're welcome.
1: That's kind of the mentality. You're welcome. I, You're, welcome. You're welcome, Mike. It's because of me. Oh, were you there? <laughs> it wasn't because of me. <laughs> hey, you know Taz, by it's the way. because of all the guys, obviously. Oh, but... we know Taz. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay so yeah, you were putting me so, over? I'm sorry. What were you saying now? No, so, I
8: said
1: I... <laughs> No, you said you were getting your, you were getting a lot more bang for your buck when you went to ECW. Yeah, no, that's that's how I saw, ECW that's was. That's You're I right.
8: To yeah. Continue. So I'm sure they will. I mean, you know, listen. This is just their first announcement, and I think anybody who's going to judge them just based on, oh, well, they're only going to do this. You know, we don't know what it's going to look like six months from now. They're going to they're going to change and evolve it and figure out what works for them and what doesn't. Just like any other subscription service.
1: There's a lot Never- of people. There's a lot of people that are turned off, Mike. I'm sorry. There's a lot of people that, are, as you know, because you deal with fans all the time on your elite section at PW Insider, there are a lot of people that every week more and more folks are getting turned off. By the WWE So I, I understand it's not a cheap ticket uh, Flow Slam, Flow Sports, but they are They're getting turned off
8: Well, the reality is this it, Let's say there's three Evolve shows in a month, right? Yeah Previously, uh, under their WWN Live banner They were charging, I think, 19 $19.99 per event And that allowed you to have automatic video on-demand replays of the event so now, for 20 bucks a month, you can get all of their events, plus all the other stuff that's under the, the Flow Sports streaming banner, if you buy the annual membership, plus whatever else they're going to bring up, plus whatever video on demand they're going to have. So, I mean, trust me, I'm, I'm not saying it's not a bad buy. Oh, yeah,
1: no, 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 no we'll see, but I think the keyword is evolve. It's going to, no pun intended. Uh, it's, it, it, I really don't mean it like that. but it, apropos. It, it, yeah, yeah, right? No, but it really, it, the whole, that platform, for, for, for flow slam the pro wrestling platform needs to kind of we got to give it a chance to evolve and and move yeah, forward exactly. you know? yeah, yeah.
8: Like, I, I, like there's always like i i always there's there's like and this is like the same thing with walking dead and i won't give any spoilers there's always this huge heightened sense of anticipation for anything and there are people who expect everything to be so amazing and so perfect right out the bat and then when it's not a grand slam home run immediately in their eyes then they bury it. Like, yeah. they go from, like, this is going to be the greatest thing ever because it's going to be this. And then, when it's not what they believe it's going to be in their minds and they see the reality of the situation, oh, it's the worst thing ever. I hate it. What the hell? I hope they
3: die. Yeah.
1: Like, come on. Yeah, no, it's give true. It a chance. You got to give it a chance. You got to let it happen. It's so new. And let's see. And then uh, when Jeremy comes on here later on from Flow Sports, uh, we'll get some information, hopefully just have a conversation, just so people can be educated to the platform and everything like that. Uh, Mike, look, your time is up here. Uh, Your 15 minutes of fame has ended. And uh, is there anything else you want to say besides the 25-minute plug for your website?
3: It was nice knowing you, Captain. (laughs) Nice knowing you, too. I'm here for about two more weeks, though.
1: Yeah. He'll oh. be, yeah, it'd be
8: here. But wait, 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 wait where's the lumberjack going then?
1: Well, we gotta see. Dennis, are you awake? Is Dennis awake? Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm awake. Okay, yeah, I just want to make sure <laughs> Dennis Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Dennis uh, Mike, he's a big time, big time producer over at CBS Sports Radio and WFAN, the World Heavyweight Championship, where I'm the Western States Heritage, you know the bit. Um, nice yeah, you know the deal. So yeah, so that that's where he's from. So this is kind of beneath him. They made him come here to shadow the captain. So that's I'm you know, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Well we can't follow that energy right there, Mike. But listen, <laughs> I uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right,
8: so I'm going to get out of here before I get Barry Jones. Oh, uh, plug so you can follow plug. me on Twitter at MikePWInsider. You can follow the site of Twitter at, at PWInsider.com. You can check us out at PWInsider.com, or if you want to check out an ad-free, exclusive, elite version of the site featuring a not- uh, ton of audio updates every day and a lot more, uh, you can check us out at PWInsiderElite.com. And, Taz, thank you, as always, for having me. Great moment.
1: Great moment, my friend Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, great job. As usual, big Mike. No problem, buddy. Thanks for jumping on. Love you, kid. All right, so Michael, take, guys. take care, bro. Pay attention to the PW Insider uh, report. And Mike, and, and if you want to follow what's going on with this TNA lawsuit with Billy Corgan, Mike has definitely done a great job. Covering it, and as uh, the folks over at PW inside of his crew, so uh, so definitely, that's a lot of moving parts there. And you know, I'm trying to stay on top of it. And Mike has done really, legitimately, an awesome job at covering it. So uh, it's 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 big news. I mean, it's 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 you got to cover it. So before I go to break, let me take a call here. Uh, we got Gabriel from New York. You're on the Tad Show. What's up, buddy? Gabriel, Gabriel, Gabriel. Get here. What are you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good. How are you? All right, talk to me. Um, first time, long time here. Oh, really? Interesting. Well, welcome to the show. First time, long time in the airbag. Uh, as a rule, uh, when uh you come on the show, Gabriel, you have to st- instantly speak, or I get angry quick. That's what happens. Yeah, I was sorry,
9: sorry about
1: that. That's okay, buddy.
9: What's going on, man? Well, I see a lot on the um the Legends of Wrestling show that you've done with um you were on with Flair and um Jim Ross. You remember doing that? I'm sure. Yeah, the round
1: the round table. Yeah, the gimmick. Yes, uh, years ago yes, I do. Yep. Yes.
9: Well, by the way, both we'll play both there's a game you can do, a drinking game with your show. Everybody say gimmick, you take a shot. It's the Taz
1: show? That's not a bit of gimmick or Jones. Yeah. They could do a drinking game. Uh, it's tough yeah. because the game is on at 7 a.m. Eastern in the morning, but some folks drink <laughs> this early. That's true. Yeah, well, if you do the, uh, the uh, I'm sorry, not the podcast, but the... Um, Audio on demand is on the word, demand. sir. Right. Yes. For right. a new caller, you're pretty you're pretty on top of it. You caught yourself.
9: Yeah. Um, I'm both well, early. Um, <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Uh, so what, what do you want to talk about, buddy? Yeah, well, I was just trying to... Number, um, remember Flair mentioned he once. He wasn't really liking the NWO when you did the faction show. He was really okay. Not kind of liking the way it went and everything. Right. And and also I remember you talking about you were in the room when they actually pitched the squares, the Spirit Squad. They, I, the Spirit Squad. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. the Spirit Squad. Yep.
9: Can you um? Say something about that? Like um Well
1: I talked about yeah, just you're talking about what I I said you're saying, I said this on the on the Legend show. I'm a little confused what you're saying. Yeah,
9: you said on the legend on the Legend show. Someone brought up the spirit squad and you were saying, How are you, were actually in the room with this the idea and they were like, Well, we gotta be male cheerleaders? You know, what's that? That's what yeah, it was it
1: was I was there and it was a, a unique situation because it, was, it wasn't like a hard sell, and thank you for calling, uh, Gabriel, because the guys are good workers, and, and I think Vince knew that right away. And I remember he watched some of their dark matches when they were doing a cheerleader gimmick, and I was in Vince's office on the road wherever, you know, he always have a mock office wherever TV was. So let's say we were in Detroit, and I know Michael Cole and I would be in his office before all the shows because we had, a good, like, a quick announcers meeting, and usually there'd be a dark match on, so he'd have a monitor in his locker room. So he would, while he was doing the announcer meeting with Michael Cole and I, he would watched like a dark match of someone that maybe they're looking at and the spirit squad was in there and he looked at me he's like taz what are you thinking these like, guys i think they look really good he goes yeah i think so too you know and because i gotta f- figure out how to do this gimmick with them and yada yada and talk, talk to the writers i wasn't against it i i thought it was cool and i i think they kind of could have went a little further with the spirit squad to be honest with you i i didn't hate on it i mean i i, I- you know i don't know if you guys have any thoughts on it but uh
9: no
4: not a, bit, not a big spirit squad guy
1: no No.
4: Male cheerleaders don't translate in the wrestling world.
1: (laughs) (laughs) On that note, uh, yeah, we're going to go to break. On the side of break, we'll be on Facebook Live. And, uh, yeah, and in a little while, uh, like I said, we have a special guest uh, on the show. Kind of was a a last-minute booking uh, for this gentleman, and I was talking about it with Mike Johnson from Flow Sports. And it's, um, you know, uh, Jeremy Botter will be on the show, and, and... it's interesting. I want to see what he, I want to, I'm really intrigued where he goes about the plat, the platform that they're doing and talks about it and the, the relationship would evolve and stuff like that and what they're expecting from it and other companies that maybe they're going to sign. I don't know. Maybe he'll, maybe he has info on that. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe I'm sure he can't share that possibly, you know, legalese type of stuff. But, um, but anyway, other side of break, busy show, go to tazshow.com. I'm sorry, go to facebook.com slash the Show if you want to watch it there. We'll be right back.
8: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right,
1: we're back here in the Taz Show, fourth quarter city. <clears throat> we're talking a lot about Raw, dipping and dodging on it. A little bit here and there, i got to get a little bit more into it. In a little while, here in a few minutes, before we close the show, we'll have a special guest on, as I've been saying throughout the show from flow sports flow slam the pro wrestling side of flow sports a new subscription based gimmick that's going to cover independent wrestling but mr jeremy botter will be on the show on the phone managing editor of flow sports i'm looking forward to speaking to him so we will chat that up here uh, shortly with him also we're on facebook live right now so if you're listening live at TashShow.com and you'd like to watch the show maybe you're not watching at TashShow.com, which you could always do that every day Maybe you want to watch on Facebook. It's real simple, Jobbers. All you got to do is go to Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Boom! You're interacting. You're there. You see the show there. See my handsome face? Really? It's great. Probably the best thing ever's going to happen in your day. Everything else sucks that you people have going on. Let's be honest. Let's call a spade a spade here. Without me, you guys have nothing. I don't mean that in a negative way or a bad way. I'm just being honest. Sincerity is what I'm all about. I have the captain here, the uh, regular producer of The Taz Show, who's, as you guys know, quitting the show and leaving. Basically leaving me in the dust for some bigger and better things. Probably Carson Daly's show. Who told you? Could you imagine? And also, next to the captain is, uh, well, it's none other than Dennis Jones, who many people are going Lumberjack City with uh, here. Dennis is a... (laughs) is a uh, producer who looks very interested in being here, and he's sitting next to the captain. He looks like he... I don't know who he hates more, Captain, you or me. But he's sitting here like, is this show over? Can I go back to CBS Sports Radio with all the big stars? <laughs> big stars in quotes. <laughs> the Dennis Jones, yes. You're going to have to deal with Big Robbie when you see Robbie at the network. <laughs> Well, he might hit you with something heavy.
4: I'm nervous because Helen's all Sunday. I think he's going to want to get started a little
1: early. We <laughs> and might you're be... a big boy, but he's a lot bigger than you. We might be on the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, Dennis, stop! <laughs> Come on, you crazy man! You. So anyway, uh, so uh, Dennis Jones is sitting here. So uh, it's coming down to the wire of what, what producer gets this role here. Well, I can tell you this much: the big Robbie, the Viking, he is going to be, uh, in essence, the interim producer. In the next couple of weeks, he'll be here for a couple of weeks. But once the new year kicks in, there's going to be some changes, I think, from what I'm hearing, positive changes with the Taz show. So we shall see what happens. This is when the show will take off and skyrocket once the captain is off the show. Yes. That's what the goal is here. So Ten times as many polls. (laughs) You're gonna have to smarten up, uh, you know, a Dennis on the pole gimmick too. Uh, he's like, "Polls? They're doing a pole match? What is this? Where, where was it? Vince Russo? What the hell? Come on!" So uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I talked a lot about Raw here and there. I, I didn't go into a specific breakdown of stuff. I mean, I didn't dislike. I, di- I kind of liked. I should say that they started off with Jericho with the list. That the list is gone. Chris was serious. <clears throat> I like that. Kevin Owens comes out. Stephanie comes out. You know, uh, and then Seth Rollins has the list. I tweeted something cute, funny, haha, where I put out there, hey, I have the list, breaking, watch the Tasha tomorrow. And people thought that was kind of cute, funny. It's just, you know, that's, I don't know. I probably should have done it, but it was stupid. But uh, I did it anyway. <laughs> Whatever, it is what it is. Uh, then Enzo and Cass came out uh, later on, and they, uh, after the next segment, I should say, and they, they were doing their normal promo. And then Anderson and Gallows came out, the Good Brothers. They came out and they kind of buried Enzo and Cass with the promo thing. I liked all that. And then they, no microphone gimmick and all that stuff. Enzo and Cass, <coughs> excuse me, did the promo without a mic and a big-ass builder. And it was very cool. This segment might have been one of the better things on Raw, to be honest. Because it was cool. It was different. The announcers did something very smart. They laid out. They said nothing. And they let... So the folks in the building can hear Enzo and/or Cass, but they knew the lines anyway, and it was it was a very cool gimmick. I liked it. it. Was different. It was something very different.
4: So, it just shows how over they are. The fact that they, you know, they just sit there and he's just gyrating around being Enzo. That's right. And the crowd is in sync, lockstep.
1: Yes. It, over is the word. You're correct, sir. It, it, no, you're right, and uh, it, it is. They 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 knew the line. Sing-along, with Enzo on cast, whatever you want to be sarcastic and call it, it works, it's entertaining, it, it made The Rock a billionaire, millionaire, whatever he is. I'm just saying that he was doing Sing-Along Jones a lot, too, you know, back in the day, if you remember. What? Austin was doing the what? He was doing that, too, you know? All the guys. You were doing Sing-Along earlier. With I, was, I was doing Sing-Along earlier. <laughs> I thought you were going to go back to when I was doing Beat Me. I would go, Beat Me If You Can, and the audience would go, Survive If I Let You. It was very popular back then, interaction with the audience. You don't see that as much anymore. You really don't? No. So Enzo can't do it. So I think it's cool, to be frank. Um, what else jumped out to me? Oh, yeah. And then we saw Enzo win the match in the singles match against Anderson. I don't think they should have did that. Um, you know, we saw the New Day stuff. I told you about that. We saw the arm wrestling with Bailey and Dana Brooke. Stop. Uh, we don't need arm wrestling. It's horrible. Curtis Axel had a great reaction in his hometown, Minneapolis. Talked about his granddad. Talked about his dad. I thought that was all a nice touch. I think he should have won the match, but he didn't. Bo Dallas won with a, a roll-up, which no harm, no foul. Then we saw Strowman with the list, and Chris approached him. I thought it was funny. I liked all that. Then we went to the main event later on. I'm skipping some stuff because I have my guests coming on here shortly, and I want to interact with some of the people on Facebook. So it's a very busy show. We talked about the thing about Seth Rollins, you know, being victorious, beating both Jericho and Owens. Then they went in with heat, with with Owens getting a lot of heat, you know, um, on uh, Seth going into the the, the, uh, Hell in a Cell with heat. And I talked a lot about early in the show. If you didn't hear, if you knew on a Facebook Live, if you didn't catch the show early. I was talking about uh, the whole thing with the contract signing and how those two girls should have acknowledged Mick Foley more, you know, in his passion for the Hell in a Cell and the danger <clears throat> of Hell in a Cell. I really think they dropped the ball on that, <clears throat> the way they directed both Sasha and Charlotte. I think that was a big, big mistake. Uh, I really do. Um, uh, it, it just Mick's promo was phenomenal. His passion just bled through. And and the, the 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 you know the women's champion and the challenger both kind of like like you said earlier, Dennis. You know, were just like, nah, oh, yeah, that's great, whatever. I want to fight you. I want to beat you up. That type of thing. It blew it off.
4: And the fact that it's the first female Hell in a Cell match, you would think that they would like acknowledge the moment more. Like, yeah. Look, we're we're doing we're, something that hasn't been done before. Right. Instead of we, acting like it's just about the belt, we right. understand the severity of it. I and, think and that's a good
1: just, point. I think, I think
3: Mick a- was the best on the mic out of everyone all night. Yeah.
1: Uh, I think you might be right. Or the I, fans during Enzo. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking that too. But I I, I I, think as far as cutting a promo, I think you're right. I think Mick was uh, was off the chain for sure. So, um, you know, I, I, and again, I thought uh, just a big, big epic fail was the Brock Lesnar-Goldberg story or lack thereof. Was not a fan of what they did last night at all. Not a fan at all. Carlos Pagan on Facebook Live says, Dennis is talking too much.
4: <laughs> Jeez. Sounds like my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Carlos.
1: Oh, my God. That's funny. You're hardly even talking. What is this guy saying? (laughs) It's unbelievable. Well, Carlos, it sounds like you need to get your own show, the Carlos Pagan Show, (laughs) without Dennis Lumberjack Jones. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Sounds like you need to get that. Yeah, we got some people bearing you. This is not right. Crooked Don Smith said Dennis is a job, but that's not true. Dennis is far from a job. Enhancement talent. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Andy Kozlowski's putting you over. He says, Dennis, he said, Lumberjack Jones is doing well so far. Yes, he is doing well. He is. Uh, There's someone in Minnesota that's pooping their pants. (laughs) Minnesota via Queens, yes. Now we love you. We love you, Big Rob. You know that. So, uh, yeah, but anyway, long and short of it, I I, I thought Raw was an epic fail. I just, you know... um, you know, Peter Batista here on on Facebook Live. He's saying Paul Heyman seemed off his game. You know, I I, I seem just saying he, he was a little off his game, but I I don't think you could blame Paul. Paul's a true pro, one of the best talkers in the in the in the game ever. And I think that there was I, I think it, it some people think it was the audience because they were chanting a lot for Goldberg. It wasn't that, even though Paul played to that. I think maybe uh, it just the writing of the promo and the way it wasn't the delivery. Paul's Paul, like I said earlier, I think that they're at a point. Where we've seen Paul do this a lot, where Brock's just standing there and Paul's cutting these awesome promos, it gets to a point where you need to have interaction. That's why I feel like I humbly say, my idea I had that I pitched yesterday and I, I I tweeted it out in a video clip is that you you should have, you know, you, you should have a, a, you know, a deal where um um, <laughs> you 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 don't, you gotta have interaction now. You got to have interaction where Paul could play off that. You just have to. So I believe we're trying to reach uh, Jeremy Botter, By the way, I think um, we're having an issue there. Well, we might have, Maybe it's a tech issue. Might have to go to a break, then come back from break. Can we do that? Are we good? Or maybe we're good here. Oh, good. Oh, we're we we're, we're rocking in. Okay, so we're good. Okay, so we don't. We had a tech issue. And now we don't. It's been corrected. This is what happens, Dennis. This is what happens on the test. Sometimes it's a problem, then we fix it. Sometimes it's not, then we fix it. That's what happens here Sometimes on test you show. just got to panic. Sometimes you got to just panic, poop your pants, <laughs> and hope for the best. But I think <laughs> I gave you guys enough in the past hour and 45 minutes, enough talk about Raw and you guys interactive via the phone, which I love. And tomorrow we'll talk uh, about SmackDown, because that'll be on tonight. So I'll give thoughts and opinions about that. But... Earlier in the show here, I was telling you guys, and I've been promoting throughout the show, about a special guest that we have that's going to be on the, on the phone here in a second with yours truly, uh, named Jeremy Botter, uh, managing editor of uh, Flow Flow Sports, which is now, uh, they're doing Flow Slam, which is basically their, their wrestling, pro wrestling platform. Mr. Botter, Jeremy, how are you, man? You're on the show. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, guys? How are you, boss? I appreciate you first of all jumping on here early. I I, I know it's early where you're at, and I appreciate you jumping on the show here and then last second deal that we worked out last night, you and I. So thank you for that.
10: Yeah, man. Always excited. Uh, always excited to talk about this stuff. You know, I mean, it, it's, I've been a wrestling fan for a long time, so it's uh, it's it's a fun one.
1: Cool, brother. I appreciate it. So so check it out, man. I, I think what you're doing, first and foremost, as a guy who's, I humbly say, been in the business for, you know, in every level for like 30 years, you know, as a wrestler, announcer, a trainer, all this stuff, anybody who does anything um, that's not from our industry through to exemplify and promote and, and galvanize pro wrestling – I'm in your corner. That's the first thing. So what Flow Sports is doing and what your powerful online network, which, by the way, bro, it's very impressive. Looking at the site, forget about Flow Slam for a second, but Flow Wrestling, Flow Track, you know, Flow Gymnastics, Flow Boxing, Flow Hoops, Flow Softball, anything you can imagine you guys have on on your network is highly impressive.
10: Yeah, thanks, man. We, uh, I mean, uh, we're growing real, real, like, faster than pretty much we can even keep up. And we're looking at, you know, 20 sites by the end of this year and probably 50 by the end of next year. And, you know, I mean, I'll, we'll be doing flow baking. Well, you know, that's not real flow baking. But, I mean, pretty <laughs> much any kind of flow site that you can think of, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll have at some point. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, it's very impressive. And um, now, obviously, we, we've seen this a lot um, over time as of recent with different verticals. Uh, on- online verticals, but from companies like an ESPN and who- other folks that are doing things that are kind of embracing the industry of sports entertainment slash pro wrestling. Obviously the success WWE has with their WWE network and their vast library, you know, it's tough to compete with that as we know, but what you guys are doing, you're kind of embracing independent pro wrestling and you guys just announced, uh, the partnership with evolve wrestling, which I'm a huge fan of Gabe and evolve and, and I support them big time. So why don't you talk about that a little bit?
10: Yeah, man. I mean, I, you know, um, I I've been a wrestling fan pretty much my whole life. There's a lot, you know. There's a lot of bizarre. Um, and yeah, I grew up watching the WWF and, and you know, and Houston wrestling with Paul Bosch here sure, yeah. here in Texas. And, and you know, and but I mean, you know, it's gonna sound weird, but like I, honestly, my wrestling fandom truly began in, in the '90s when I first saw ECW. I think it was probably '94, <laughs> '95. You know, and and I started going out and trying to find the taste of this stuff. And like, you know, I
1: I. I started watching that and trading tapes with people. and um, But, yeah, it really was. It no, Wait, wait, Ger- Jeremy, Jeremy, so you, you grew up in Texas? I sure did. So, wow, you know, because we didn't have, back in the ECW days, right, you know, as you know, right, we weren't, I don't even know, I don't remember even doing shows there. I, we didn't know, we were, you know, as you know, we were kind of more of a northeast base, but then we spread out quick. But it's really cool to hear that you had a kid that grew up in Texas, now you're not a kid anymore, that you were an ECW fan. I didn't expect you to say that. That's cool. Yeah, man, I sure was. And no, it's funny la that fandom led to me
10: writing about MMA for years and then somehow striking up a friendship with Paul Heyman. It, the world works in a weird way, man. i tell you what. Well, you better be uh, careful
1: of that guy. No, no, I'm kidding.
10: I don't tell him this stuff. Hopefully he's not <laughs> no, no, I, I love Paul. I'm
1: teasing. I'm teasing. Paul's, a, <laughs> Paul's a big reason. I mean, I, I'm sure you know like he, for me personally, it was uh, he, he took a big chance on me and, and put the rocket on me and I'll always be thankful to him for that. So, um, No, uh, I, I, I'm, I appreciate Appreciate, not now, I appreciate you even more because I didn't know you were such a deep wrestling fan. That's pretty cool. And so I could see where something like Evolve, I would assume, or or whatever, Ring of Honor, these type of brands, where you could see a little bit of a feel of back-in-the-day ECW.
10: Yeah, I mean, my, my, you know, my thing is, like, instead of... This all came about, Taz, because, I mean, I threw it out on a lark to one of our senior vice presidents, and, and really, this is like my dream service like i want something like the wwe network which is a fantastic product but i want all the stuff that's not on there like i i want to be able to see everything you know i'm a wrestling fan i want to be able to see all you know evolve and all the shine and all the stuff that the guys are doing like and i want it all in one place and i want it you know, easy. Yeah, but you know, with the politics of wrestling and that, and how weird it is, uh, everybody kept telling me that yeah, you know, there's there's no way it'll happen. They want people want to, waste too much money. Uh, but I'm I'm pretty glad that we've been able to get it launched and out the door uh, with such a great partner, Gabe, as you well know. Gabe's a fantastic dude. Yep. Super smart guy. Uh, and we're looking forward to this.
1: Dude, let me tell you something. You know, I do a show here every day, right? I do 10 hours of programming, original programming every day, right? Two hours every day live. And I'm, I, I I critique things. I critique wrestling. I speak. Uh, my opinion's based on experience, right? So the thing is that I, I, sometimes I, I'm critiquing a little heavy and I bash a little bit WWE, a lot of it sometimes. But then there are times that I praise them. But I also talk about TNA or Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground. I cover the business. And I also, am so a big, huge fan of independent pro wrestling and I cover it on my show and and I and I do segments that cover independent pro wrestlers. I do a thing called BBB, Breakdown Before Breakout of independent wrestlers that'll be big stars. Or I'll do it in the indies where every week we have three different excellent independent pro wrestling females that come out here and talk about in the indies, what happened this past weekend. My point in telling you this is I believe in independent pro wrestling. I believe in pro wrestling outside of wwe because we have people jeremy i just had two callers today that called to say they're one caller that they're contemplating canceling their subscription to wwe network because they're kind of tired of it and and i think something like flow sports and with flow slam the pro wrestling platform i think what you're doing is the right time and a great move yeah, it is the
10: right time, and you know, a lot of that spotlight that's back on uh, indie wrestling is, is pretty much thanks to NXT, which has kind of become like the largest sure. non-indie indie in the world, right? I yeah. mean, I, that's, that's kind of the way it is. I it? agree. I agree. Mean, oh. Yeah, and and honestly, like I mean, I you know I watch the WWE network all the time. I watch, yeah, I watch their pay per views obviously, but I, mostly I watch NXT, and I watch it every single week. And then I go back and I watch all these other libraries that they've got on there. That's the kind of stuff that I like to do, you know. And, and but not everything I want is there. I want I want everything, man. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of
1: greedy like that. No, but that's good because I think a, a, a plethora of pro wrestling fans not sport, sports entertainment fans pro wrestling fans want that also so now uh, i would assume over time here you guys will have other partnerships with other companies
10: you know i mean we've got this deal we've got this deal announced out the door and i mean you know I, as i wrote yesterday on the site like you know we're not stopping here um we're, we're always looking to expand uh, but as far as anything you know specific right now i, I don't have anything to To tell you, right? Yeah, man. Taz, like this is. I want everything, man. I want everything on this. I want to be able to log on here and watch wrestling all the time.
1: Well, sounds like you guys are in the right, right groove of doing that. And now there's different, uh, of course. You guys are a subscription model, and there's different ways you guys are going into this. Um, Are there different platforms for folks to pay for this, or that's going to change over time? Can you give me the insight on that? Yeah, I mean
10: right now we've got the we've got the computer obviously, which is, you know, the old uh, standby where you can watch it on you know, your web browser. You can watch it on your web browser on your phone, but we've also launched Apple T V and Roku. Uh and you know, there's there's other stuff. We've got a roadmap of other apps and devices and really, man, like our goal is to bring this and every other flow product to every screen that you can think of. And we'll get there eventually.
1: Yeah, you will. I mean, you definitely will. You guys seem focused. You seem like you're in the zone. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely, I respect what you guys are doing. And, um, you know, it's now, uh, last thing I want to I just talk about real quick. Like, so uh, it's pretty public, right? So WWE has some money invested in this, right? A couple of million bucks, but other investors, I guess, too. Um, I think it's kinda cool, right? Because it's not like WWE's programming this, right? They they have nothing to do with the programming or do they, if you don't mind me asking you that?
10: I mean I you know, I, I I can tell you they don't have anything to do with that, with that. Okay. But um you know, I no they problem. you know, they um WWE invested in us because, you know, we've got a we've got a world class streaming platform and you know, they could they could see the uh the the stuff that we're doing is pretty cool and you yeah. know, beyond that I mean I you know I don't really know I but I mean I'll tell you what man like it, it, if it helps professional wrestling it's good right yeah good no thing. no no it's all look yeah. I,
1: I think a lot of folks that know the industry and cover the business or have, or have been in a lot of locker rooms over years would be a little surprised that they are... I, I think it's great. Don't take this the wrong way. I think it's awesome they're invested in I'm just a little surprised. That's all. But I think it's a good thing. I mean, that they have money invested in it. That's all. I mean, I, I, you know, I've worked for Vince for a lot of years, and at times, you know, he wants all the toys. He wants to control everything. It's, it's. So I think it's good. Maybe that's changing, and maybe, you know, uh, you know obviously the success of the WWE Network, and, and they're still trying to get more and more subscribers. But I think what you guys do is different. I do, because you're covering things that they don't have. And that, to me, is the key. Yeah, and I think you're
10: seeing even Vince change a little bit. Maybe he's mellowing with, you know, as he gets older. I don't know. I mean, how many times have you seen uh, in WWE history, essentially, since he took over from his dad, a guy, you know, somebody who is not under a contract, appear on our show, or come in with the same gimmick he had before. You know, you don't do that. No, you don't. I've I've talked
1: about that a lot on on, on here. You're right. He's evolving. He needs to. Um, So, you know what? I think that's all good. I mean, you know, I was shocked because I even talked about this, Jeremy, you know, a while back, like, um, you know, and I talked about this in this particular show. They were even talking to CBS here about carrying this show, and I'm I'm, I'm open with my audience, Jeremy, so I don't really care. Um, You know, they were talking about carrying this show on the WWE Network, but then I think that um, at times, I'm critical, so I I don't spew the propaganda they have. I'm very open and honest with my audience. I think so. that's why people dig the show. So, I mean, but, yeah, they, they were even thinking of that, you know, because they need original programming on there. And I think anybody with a subscription model, you and you know, I had Mike Johnson on earlier from PW Insider, and he was saying, you know, it's important if you have an online thing to have original program, which you guys will have, but, or maybe daily programming. That stuff's all important, you know, and I think you guys – you're not someone that's just trying to get an online network going Because Flow Sports, if anybody goes to the website You see how big of a website it is And the power of what you guys are doing And with all the different sports you're covering And all these different websites It's freaking very impressive, dude, seriously
10: well, thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, we're growing so fast. I mean, the, you know, Close land has kind of been a labor of love for me. We're, but we're building that team out and hiring hiring here and hiring there. Uh, you know, but until we do that, I mean, I'm I'm going to be going on the road for, for these evolved shows and shine shows. You know, I'll be going out. And it's funny to me. It's like I started out my career. Kind of being a wrestling fan and writing way back in the day, ripping off Dave Meltzer scoops and repurposing the, you know, pretending (laughs) that they were mine. You know, and I'm a 17 year old kid, yeah, ripping off Dave. And uh, (laughs) I started off that way, man, and you know, it turned into a career, and then now here we are with all this technology kind of building out my dream service
1: that's good buddy well congrats on that and uh i'd love to have you back on down the road and, and i'm in your corner flow sports flow slam i'm in your corner if you guys want to follow jeremy it's his twitter handle is at jeremy botter b-o-t-t-e-r so we have a lower third uh, via video here i don't know if you're watching the show uh you know jeremy we we, we put you over on the lower third brother we put we're plugging your twitter and everything we're making you a star buddy you know what I'm
10: saying? I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that.
1: Listen, buddy, look, I I'd love to I, I read on your Twitter you're also a barbecue expert, so one day we gotta get together and I'll let you treat me to some pulled pork or something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Taz, I've got you, don't worry. <laughs> all right, bro. We'll talk to you soon, all right, man. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh congrats and uh, and good luck with everything we'll talk to you. Take care, buddy. Take see you, man. Bye bye. So there you go, right there, Jeremy Botter, okay, of uh, Flow Sports Flow uh, Flow Slim. Should be pretty good, man. I, I mean, I, you know, I think you you feel it right there. It's about wrestling. You sounds know, sounds incredibly cool. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm telling you, if you go check out their website, it's really badass. So uh, we'll see what happens on that. So the show uh, ran. I was going to run a couple seconds late right now, but uh, sorry, not a lot of love for all you folks on the Facebook. I apologize for that. It just was a heavy show. And I want to thank uh, you, uh, Dennis Jones, Lumberjack City. I appreciate you coming in. Thank you for having me. You were here yesterday. Uh, we won't see you for a little while, right? I will come back whenever you will have me. Oh, really? Wow. Pressure's on Taz. All right. Balls Pressure's in your court. Taz. Yeah. yeah, balls in Taz's court. Not good. I'm all about passing the heat, bro. All right, look, for everybody Hit the Taz, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, audio on demand will drop a little while. Podca- uh, video, VOD will too. We'll be back tomorrow talking back some SmackDown, other stuff. So Thanks. Take care. about my
0: top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen. Man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I want to go back to all days all with all no all praise. All we ordered the kids meals. All, this all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So going for another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up. Carolina here to stay. I'm
9: and I won't let
0: Back since I was shooting hoops New issues You know what I've been going through And it's for the team Know I go for my dreams I've been on tour